Welcome to the Next Step Podcast with Jay. And Brad. Wait. Wait. I'm Brad. I'm Jay. I'm an All act. Right. All right. Jay, we, uh, how you doing? Tonight on Miami Vice. <laughs> what? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You were both in good, new, good moods. Good moods. Very good moods. Why is that? Because it's only 9.15. It's not 10.15. It, it's early. It's early. The surf has been really the good. The surf has been firing. I've surfed so much. You scored today. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to a local spot called Strands. Ooh, don't tell anyone. Um, he didn't mean that. Uh, you went to Doheny. It, yeah, I went to Doheny, <laughs> on the other, other side of Doheny. Uh, it was good. Uh, my son and I scored waves by ourselves out there right after lunch. Just getting pitted. Um, yeah, it was great. Um, conference was good. Do you like conference? Conference is epic. It's, uh, I was looking forward to it, um, but I remembered how hard it is now that the kids are older. Like a few oh, years ago, it was really easy. To you listen? Just, yeah. Yeah. They, poor guys... They're champs, right? Like, they have to sit inside the house. Two hours. Rusty like, was like, I. Right. By the end, at first they're excited, like, what is this? And yeah. then they're like, I hate this. Like, yeah. and so, like, they're not as excited when mm, President Nelson's coming up as you uh, are? No. Like, <laughs> Avery's just like, whatever, she's coloring. My son, do, Rusty. Do you was, do the bowl of candy, and whatever word is said, they get to eat a piece of candy? I, thanks for telling me after. Game office. changer, bro. I love it. You should have told me that. Dude, first thing is, so the first. Okay, give me here's, pro, here's pro tip. Ready? First is you get a big bag of like Mike and Ike's or Skittles. Whatever Skittles. Getting, Skittles, yeah. Big bag of Skittles. Okay. And so for the first half hour of conference, make sure they wash their hands, yeah. separating all the colors in the bowls. Oh, nice. I like that. So they're like. So they're doing something. They're doing something the entire time. Nice. I like it. And then by the time they get done, you already have the labels made up. Yep. Faith, Jesus. Yeah, scripture, uh, scripture, or Book prayer, of Mormon, yeah. prayer, and you just put them on the bowls, and then as soon as they're that way, they're listening. Well, thanks for telling <laughs> me like, on Bible Tuesday. Bible, Bible, boom. Thanks for telling me on Tuesday. You know Rusty would have dug that. You know why you don't session. know? Why? Because you're not on social media where every other mom is posting pictures of, of this. how every, they do it. Yeah, I would have probably been judging. That's how I learned. Okay, that's good. That's how I learned is like, look how awesome my kids are. And uh, I finally deleted, so I actually zipped my files, so I got all my pictures off Facebook. So now I believe my 14 days is up this week sometime because they give you a 14-day grace period to save your account. Dude. And uh, so I think, dude, it's like any day now. It's just gonna go poof, gone. Well, let's just go right into it. Anyways, yeah, uh, what kind of news got, we got? We've so got our comments. share. Yeah, the yeah. share is the part two of our last episode. Of, of Ryan's, of Ryan's, Ryan's spouse Ryan's now. wife, yeah. She's here. So we've got a long-form interview with her and her. And you're, you're going to want to stick around. Do not yeah. change. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to go quick on this, but I just think we have to go through general conference. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go through the eight challenges President Nelson gave during October conference. Eight challenges. Eight challenges. This is where I, I swear okay, I listened might, to the cop. But I know. That's why you got to go back. Okay, listen, yeah, listen no, to I know. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so number one. Okay. Focus on home study. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So church Which, supported. Church supported. Home study. Which you're coming out with a new guide. I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Uh, number two. Discover your spiritual gifts. Ooh. Number three. Participate in a 10-day fast from social media and any other media that brings negative or impure thoughts. I was thinking about this because at first they said I'm like, oh yeah, check, uh, you know, but then I'm like, oh YouTube, mm, yeah. Or in- well, there's a lot of YouTube sometimes. Yeah, that's social media. Re- reality is it's the same thing. Yeah, I've, I saw a lot of rationalization, justification on. Uh, 
Oh, did you? Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. What were people saying? Because I get, I follow like the Twitter and stuff of like other uh, LDS quote unquote influencers. Yeah, you know, bloggers. there's this group. Yeah, bloggers yeah. and and Instagrammers and podcasters even like. So a lot of them, we're gonna get the other one about the name change, but like they're like, well, do we change the name? Like the Mormon nutritionist, does oh, he change yeah. his name? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, Mormon newsroom. about that, right? So like, there's some sincere that. people. Like, I need to come up with another name, Kurt from uh, LDS. Uh, Leading LDS. He's like, he's changed name. He is? He's going to. I don't know what it's going to be, Bad but he just posted up, right? But then you have See, others who are like, come on. Really? And then, like, me. social media, come on. Like, 10 days and I'll be back on it. Like, there's a lot of good. Of course there's good from it. But I think the president, all he basically said is, do a fast, get personal revelation, see what you should do. Right? Interesting that his is 10-day where the youth were 7-day. Right? Interesting. So, number I'm four. You know I'm down I know it. you're down with okay. it. Uh, finish the Book of Mormon by the end of the year That's and mark passages about Christ. I need to get back on that. Yep. I'm Number in, five, um, I'm going quick because we want to get Melissa. Uh, establish a pattern of regular temple attendance. Lexi hit it today. Number six, participate fully in a religious society. This is for the women. Okay. I don't think that's for you. Wish but, I could go. But you should support your wife. To support make my sure hair to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is now every other week, right? Yes. It's coming January. Yeah, two hours? We're going to skip over that because there's probably five other like stuff on there, but that's kind of exciting. Number seven, use the full name of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I love this one and because it's the prophet going, we've messed up. Yeah. We've done messed up. And he's saying we. He's yeah, including himself. We. He's like, yeah, yeah we, we've all gone. we got to change straight. it. I don't know how we're going to do this, but we're going to get through it. And he, and he clearly set apart. He's like, hey, listen, if this was a marketing branding thing, like, obviously it wouldn't make sense to do it. He's like, if, if this was a, basically saying, like, if this is a business, it would be silly. Yeah. It would be a silly decision. We're known from the Mormons. I got a few texts from people that are in that In that world, in that space, yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're the marketing, marketing hats so, on. They're yeah. like, that's crazy. That's so like, stupid. Yeah, because you're known from it now. Yeah. And, uh, and, but he addresses SEO and all that, all the buzzwords. And yeah. he's like, yeah, if it was a business, but this isn't. Yeah, he's like, this is the Lord. This is his. And, and I had the, the news. You probably didn't see that because of social media, but the news just slaughtered it. Really? Yeah, like, like just. Yeah, like, um. Like, I had like my, the, one the, of my coworkers came and said. For KSL type stuff uh, I, Just all over. It was yeah. on Drudge Report. It was? Yeah. So uh, that's like top two yeah, news it is. things. Yeah, it is. Drudge right? Report, yeah. But I had my coworker come in. She's diehard Catholic. And she was like, dude, so like your leader said. I first said, I'm like, I always like to, hey, you heard uh, big news from our church this weekend on our conference. She's like, yeah, you, you're not called Mormons. I guess your, your leader said that like, it's like the devil wants you to, wants people to call it Mormons. I was like, what? Talking about spun out of Yeah. Control. She's like, well, I heard on the news on the way in today. And and I and I talked to her about like all the Catholic hate uh, that comes out. So she sent me this thing about it was a beautiful YouTube video about like how they're not leaving the Catholic Church. It's all about the Savior, and there may be a few priests or pastors that that fall away. Um, <clears throat> so so I'm like, well, let me send you the talk that put it in context. She's like, yeah. I'd love that. And I same thing of like, dude, you take it out of context. Go to the primary source. Yeah. Why do you listen to what yeah. President Nelson actually said instead of what the Tribune said he said? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, because you could totally, I guess, if you take it third hand, then yeah, you could take, take the buzzwords. Why, why don't you read or listen or watch exactly what he said? Yeah, because if you do listen to that talk, which I was very attentive for that one, I was awake, and I remember 
it was just very clear. It's like, hey, dude, this is not me. This yeah. is not this is not us leaders. Like, we gotta change. This is we like, made a mistake. We gotta he's change. like smiling about it. He's just like, it's like all you good. Uh, make a mistake. He's not like fearful and the devil's gonna do. No, it's he's a great just like, way to approach it do. to your family. If you've he talks up. about, uh, you know, we need to have the Savior's name in everything we do. We took upon His name when we got baptized, and therefore everything is in His name. And and the co- part about it in context is, dude, you do think Satan's like sweet? Every name used doesn't have the word Jesus Christ in it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, Every yeah. And that's what he. That's yeah. what he. Yeah. All right, eight. Realize the importance of the temple. Uh, yeah, those. So those are eight things. Okay. okay. Um, and then the last thing I, to our church. I posted these on our social media. I'm not on a fo- on a social media fast yet. Um, I'm excited to hear your. You should take a little like inventory uh, daily of yeah, like, I your will. notes. I will. How I really. Feel? I try not to get sucked in, but I do. We all do. I, I Just, do more. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, the hardest time is when you're on the toilet. I know. What do you do on that time? Okay, go on. Um, news. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. But, but I have I have cut out like political news because dude, that fires me up. Like it's so that's ridiculous. One of the, that's the reason why I got a Facebook, not Instagram. Yeah. That Facebook is, was political, and then sweet. Instagram was wasting time. Okay, go on. Um, okay, so ldschurchnews.com. Uh, um, I think they used to be called Mormon Newsroom, by the way. Um, so. Experts weigh in on why you should accept President Nelson's social media challenges and offers tips to success. Then there's quotes from a bunch of, like, uh, academia about benefits of social media fast, tips for successful fast, remove, like, all these, like, secular people that back up that decision. Nice. So I'll send send that to reduce the stress. So, like, dude, you're you're just ignorant if you don't think all... Of technology wasn't built around addicting us and getting us in that addictive cycle. The people who worked so, on it have all come out for the most part. And said, yeah, yeah, so it's like crazy. We, we studied the gambling. So if you wonder why we talk about it a lot, that's why because it's it, a new thing we're facing. It's a new thing we're facing. So of course we're addressing it. And and to deny that there's addictive properties to it, it's it's the benign addiction, right? It's not going to kill you. It's not like well, everyone's doing it. Like, but it could, right? It's it's the rise in depression, and anxiety, and suicides is is on the rise. Yes, since, since Co- social media there's correlate a direct, direct correlation. There's a direct correlation. Then so when it came out, when it became mass accessible on the phones, mm-hmm. to where, yeah. and and the testimonies of those that have dropped it are pretty profound, pretty powerful. So uh, I like what you always say. How's it working for you? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think you have to a- ask that. So how's it working? If it's working for you, then keep doing how, it. How about, how about try? But if you're starting to feel a little... That's what in, I think you're yeah. saying. It's like, why don't you try it and then see how it's... Try it fast. Yeah. And if and you don't, if working. nothing's been good, okay. Got to be honest with yeah. yourself. Step, step one. one. Whoa. Oh, oh. That. Okay. That's pretty good. And two archers. I don't even know what Tour step church. we're going to share. Two archers. We got to talk about that. Two archers. What do you think? Oh. We don't even know, really. Um, Until we experience it, but know, that was the you know, big for, news. For years, I was kind of a like, oh come on, like you just don't want to go to church very long. Yeah, um, we just were co- before I got a Facebook. You had wrote that thing, remember? Yeah. And I commented on it, and I was um, like, oh, that makes sense. But I, but I, I do. Uh, I love. I like it. Obviously, I just I'm a supporter of the prophet, and I think he's inspired. I do think, like, just look at our building with six meetings. We're gonna. There's no more getting out of church at four thirty. Yeah. Right. So we're going to be out Which is early. Nice it's Probably dark we haven't changed our time. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that that Relief Society and Sunday School are going to rotate. Yep. So you can have people that go to Sunday school that are in other callings or primary or things like that. Like they're oh, going to have people that can that. participate yes, yes. In, in those auxiliaries that they didn't normally get to do. Totally. I didn't um, think about that. So I think it's like if you're in young men's or women's, you never got to go to priesthood. 
Right? Well, now you're going to be able to. Oh, yeah. I didn't think so about you're that. Be able, I didn't think you'll about be that. able to fellowship in a different method. And then it's we're also a worldwide church. So um, I think a lot of decisions were made before based on Salt Lake in Utah. But, like, this is a worldwide church. And when just on my mission to the Philippines, it was not accessible well, for dude, most members to go to. We 20 minutes to get to our building. And, and on my mission, we drove eight hours. We had to take eight hours. And it, I knew families that didn't, couldn't eat. Either they went to church on Sunday because they had to pay for public transit or they yeah. didn't eat. Like, it was one of the two. Like, yeah. they either ate, ate as a family three meals yeah. a day or on Sunday they fasted all day because that yeah. money had to go to travel. Not to say it's all like that, but I can but, see why. But so I think it'll free up so you don't have to have as big awards. You yep. can have branches are yep. much more yep. uh, manageable. I mean, because you could have... Because the main focus is to try to take it into the home, right? They, yeah. they emphasize, like, hey, dude, we're not just going to two hours. Like, it's yeah. the start. We're here to To me, to I sense you. it's like, it's like, we're starting to, once again, like... I hate to be like the crazy doom and gloom. Like life is like. Dude, how we, many times do they talk about second coming? Yeah. Yes. Like at, not only second coming. So then, if you think if, if everything time, shuts down, end of time, second coming. You're gonna need happening. to know how to like teach the gospel in your homes. Right. That's that's what I got. It was like, hey, look at there's there may come a time you, when this whole thing gonna, shuts down, and you're gonna need to you're, you're gonna need to have it. You're not gonna be able to get to your exactly. Home and church. so you're gonna need to be able to know how to read the scriptures, teach a mm-hmm. lesson, bless a sacrament. Yeah. To, you know, keep your covenants mm-hmm. going. I don't know. Um, I also, that's so I had my wife felt. over, uh, was, I was listening to her and the Relief Society president speak, and the Relief Society president was stoked. Um, but they were like, this, this puts more burden on us because we have to now reach out to those that don't have a family. We're going to invite this, yep. the, the, one, the, you know, the ones that we're pretty sure aren't, aren't learning gospel principles in their home. They need to come to our home and come for dinner. So my wife was already planning out, like, all right, we're going to start, we're going to have people at our house almost every Sunday for dinner. I like That's it. just what it is. Yeah. Um, and we're going to need to do have more people in our house. Um, and for me, like growing up, like I, I was the youngest. My kids, my parents were checked out of raising me. They were awesome. If you're listening, I don't know if they listen. They were like checked out. Like yeah. they were moving and yeah. like, you know, my end of years of high school, like I was invited into fully Other functioning homes. LDS homes. And I'm like, that, um, that's why you wonder where I got, where I got. I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah. I want my family like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have saw that family. That pro- I saw a you model saw that worked. That you worked. And then I saw it replicate on my mission. I saw families that, that they were doing it, that and, and they had their families. And I saw the families that weren't doing it and what their families were like. And that was like, boom, okay. Once again, it goes, is it working for you? You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's good. It's no, awesome. I like it. That's rad. So I'm, I'm pumped on tour. I, at first I was like, ah, dang, like, I think a lot of people will miss out. But then whatever. Like, if you're going to not pay attention we in know three, that. I pay attention two hours. So, yeah. I, yeah, there, there's gonna be there's gonna be blessings that we don't even know. Yet. And and missionary work, like a lot easier to like. Hey, you you know how hard it was to work? come for three hours yeah, in the first dude. game. Yeah, like, let alone I can't imagine blocks. But I remember going, dude, my whole day. Most churches is 45 minutes. Like yeah. a, a so now it's like Christian. yeah, one hour sacramenting. So hey, no, we think sacramenting. No, no on class. and on talks. So yeah. like your high council speaker. Yeah, you better shut it, cut it down. Get it, cut it down, <laughs> right? Yeah, and that was interesting too. It goes from 90 minutes to like 60, right? Because right yeah. now it's like 90 ish. It's like yeah, it's like. Around an hour and a half, yeah, yeah, hour and 20. So, boom, hour, hour. All about the Savior. I like how it's, it seems like it's getting more dialed in, like more focused on on the Savior. Like, I, I mean, obviously it's always been that way, but for, it seems like President, and I've talked to other, these are other people's opinions, me, lifelong members, Lexi, my wife's family and stuff, I'm on this text thread, and, and friends that we have too are on threads. It feels like President Nelson, someone said, called him, one of our friends called him the goat. Right? Yeah. Like, and you think of like, he's just, I mean, they're all like this, but he, he, it's like, it's all about the Savior. It's not like, it's not topics 
of the it's, gospel. It's the Savior it's and the, the atonement. Save, it's, yeah. yeah, like, you know what I mean? It's all about him and his atonement, not topics that are pending. You, you didn't see my, uh, my meme. I posted one on our Instagram page. Oh, yeah. Let me, see, let me, let me just show you, and we'll yeah. end on that. Okay. Uh, d- describe it. Who is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, you, you sent me this one. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, President, or Elder Holland. It says, I don't, I don't always give the best talks in conference. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. And he's grinning. And he's got the dos sexies. He's the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> but, dude, I was right he after his talk, talk. on the, oh, man. Coming back to church and, like, he just talks about resentments. He's like, look at, cool, you're doing that? Cool. You're, you are damning yourself. Yeah. In such a powerful way. You text me right then. You're like, step nine or eight, whatever he said. We're like, like eight, nine, like, right away. What was it? Okay, never mind. We're going too long. That was Sunday. I know, but that was a different talk. It was step nine. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. But, yeah, he, he, I mean, he, all of his talks are amazing. Okay. Anyways. Well, so we, I, almost, I almost thought, like, don't do our podcast because you're going to listen. you got to go listen to conference. i got to go re So, But everyone listening to this, like, if you haven't, like, you need to make sure, in addition to our podcast. Uh, addition to the step like, work. I, before our, before our podcast, like, go listen to the conference talks. It's so easy, like. One, talk, one talk is 15 minutes. So One most, talk a day. One commute. Like, most of us commute 15 minutes somewhere. Pop it or on. If you're, if you're just getting sober and you're exercising like I was, turn off the music, you know, at the end of your workout, right, when you're trying to wind down after. If you listen to music when you're working out, that's fine. But when you're done, you're cool finish. Down. Yeah, your cool down, your stretching part, listen to a talk. That's, that's what I did. You know, okay, yeah. awesome. Okay, let's go. All right, dude, stay tuned. This is going to be the best share ever. I'm Marvin. I'm an addict. Hey, Marvin. Hey, Marvin. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to see all your faces. Uh, step six is uh, is hard, you know, to change your heart, the very nature of who you are to, to completely, for an addict like me, to completely turn a 180 and go in the opposite direction of everything that I think. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, but it's been the best thing I've ever done in my life. I like how it says in here, we try to control our negative thoughts and feelings, but they continued reap- to reappear, haunting us and threatening our new lives of abstinence and church activity. I found that so true in, in my activity um, in being sober and going through the process of the steps and, and getting that change of heart. You know, I still have thoughts. Even though it's been over a year, I still have thoughts of, of using like it was yesterday. And uh, the only difference is now I don't dwell on those and I take contrary action. Um, it used to be in that my th- thoughts would get me in trouble, but now it's my thoughts that make me go away from trouble. Um, it's it's kind of weird how that works. But it's interesting too, I was reading in Second Nephi um, verse 30, it says, For behold, thus saith the Lord God, I will give unto the children of men, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts, and lend an ear unto my counsel. For they shall learn wisdom, for unto him that receiveth I will give more. And from them that shall say, We have enough, from them shall be taken away, even that which they have. So it basically... If we turn to him, he will bless us, is what it's telling us. And he'll bless us even more. Um, another part in this reading, it says, you'll begin to realize that to return to Heavenly Father's kingdom, you must not only awake, but arise and allow Jesus Christ to be your redeemer. 
for me, allowing Jesus Christ to be my redeemer started in a car on the freeway. I was driving completely consumed by my thoughts and my feelings and, and wanting to go you so bad and, and wanting to cut this person off who, who had recently cut me off. And for some reason, the thought came in my mind, what are you doing? The anger and all the, the rage that I had in my, my mind when I was driving trying to go faster to cut off this guy, a, a still small voice said, what are you doing? And I felt the Holy Ghost immediately, and I, and I just sat back in my, in my car, and I was just, you know what? I give up. I completely give up because my thinking is going to get me into trouble, and I knew it. And the Holy Ghost confirmed that for me. And every day since then, it's been a little bit easier. You know, um, I have addiction to cocaine, and, and it, was, it was super gnarly. Um, I hurt my family in the process. <clears throat> and there's no good things that come from addiction other than the repentance process that you get to experience and coming closer to the Heavenly Father. And that's what I've, I've gained from, from going through this process is, you, you know, you come in here, you're angry, you hate the world, you hate everyone, whatever your story is, whatever your addiction is, it doesn't matter. We're all the same. Addiction cuts across everything and it, and it swallows up everything good that we have about ourselves, and it kills us spiritually and drugs, you know, physically. And it's, it's like a tornado in the lives of, of those that love us. I have something from Elder Holland right here in front of me, and, and I'll, I'll read it for you, and then I'll just, I'll just close because I want to hear your guys' shares. In his talk in April 2016 conference, he said, keep loving, keep trying, keep trusting, keep believing, keep growing. Heaven is cheering you on today, tomorrow and forever. May he bless us to strive with patience and persistence. His divine love and unfailing help will be with each of us, even when we struggle. No, he will be with us, especially when we struggle. I was watching Moana. <laughs> it's like my favorite movie now. Um, I have a couple of them. Moana's one of them. Um, and it came to the part where they were going against Tefiti, the, the molten monster of death, basically. And... Uh, they were defeated. Uh, Moana and Maui, they got pushed way back be because Moana was so stubborn that she wanted to go try to, to get past Tefiti to restore the heart. And uh, she couldn't. She got pushed back, and she was all alone. Maui just bailed, and he's like, I'm out. You're crazy. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to die. My hook's dead. And she was all alone. In her deepest, darkest despair... Her grandmother, an angel, came out and helped her and guided her. Just like all of us have angels, our ancestors are helping us get through our struggles and our trials. And she was able to restore the heart. And just like, like my sobriety, you know, I'm, I'm able to restore my heart. To turn to my Heavenly Father in my time of need. The Lord blesses those who want to improve, who accept the need for commandments and try to keep them, who cherish Christ-like virtues and strive to be the best of their ability to acquire them. If you stumble in that pursuit, so does everyone. The Savior is there to help you, to keep you going. He will help you get back up. He will help you repent, repair, and fix whatever needs fixing. Soon enough, you will have the success you seek. That is the promise of him who performs these wonders. 
who is himself wonderful, the mighty God, the Prince of Peace. And I leave that with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And I want to feel something again. Won't you help me sober up all the big gifts they got drunk. And I want to feel something again. Won't you help me feel something again. How's it going again? We are live. Oh, we're going straight into this. This is huh? 2.0. So if you listened to last week, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, 5.5, push stop right now and go back and make sure you listen to Ryan's Ask the Attic because tonight we have... Heather. And how are... Heather! Hello. How are Hello. you related to Ryan? I'm Ryan's wife of 14 years. You're the wife that Ryan spoke about. 14 years? Yes. It doesn't look like you've been married for 14 yeah, that's, years. Thank you. That's just, you've been married 14 years? I know. Everyone gives me like, you, you have young. four kids. I'm like, yeah, I know. I look like I'm 21. Yeah, yeah I'm on the four kids. kid yeah. club too. Yeah. Good well, for you. That's... I want, yeah. What, is, what, what, what do you do to stay so young? I have chubby cheeks. <laughs> so when I smile, I look youthful. That's the trick. Get out of here. Well, Heather, well, welcome. Thank you. So Thanks for having me. I'm going to confess something. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather was sitting next to Ryan I was. during the interview last. Yeah, so if you listened to 5.5, yes. you, you didn't know this, but she was actually not, he in was in the studio to, audience. So if you're sitting there at home thinking like, oh, I can't disclose this stuff, like blah, 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 my wife will leave me. Well, she might, first of all, because you can't, not everyone's Heather. But at <laughs> the same time, <laughs> he, Ryan was able to share all that stuff with his wife right next to him. So w- Without flinching. He without wasn't flinching. Like, like, he didn't like look back. They weren't like, you know, she definitely wanted to chime in. I had to bite my lip really of good. Of course. But of course. No, I let him. That was his story to tell. So I let Heather's him tell spe- it. That right well, there is the precursor to this. this is, Heather's awesome. She's special. So let's, mm-hmm. uh, so 14 years of marriage was, uh, was Ryan years. like Peter Priesthood, like this model No, I would woman. never have t- called him a Peter Priesthood. Okay. But he, he converted um, at 15. Okay. That's right. That's and he... Our memory's really bad, so we'll probably forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I already forgot that. Already. He converted at 15. He jumped in with both feet. He... Did you know him then? Yeah. Oh, you did know him? Yeah. Okay. So we met so long ago that when people say, oh, how'd you meet? We say, we don't know. Because really? we don't. We've You've just... known your... Like, so long. Yeah. So when I was like 12, my aunt married his best friend's older brother. Okay. Can you put those? That's yeah, a lot of... Best friends, older brother. Yeah, so okay. my aunt is only eight years older than me. She gets married at 18, so I guess I was only 10. And Where is this um, at? Where did you guys grow up? We grew up in Orange County. Okay, cool. And I don't know if you're California native or not. Yes. Oh, born and raised. Yeah, yeah, born and raised. And um, so my aunt tells me when I'm about 13, hey, my little brother-in-law is like two years older than you. He's got a bunch of cute friends. They're in this band and they all sing <laughs> and all the girls, they do firesides and they all work oh, at the wow. ice cream shop. Wow, dream. Boat. Yeah, so she would just like invite me to their shows. Their gigs. Their gigs. Or if they were going to be at a fireside. So he really was not in. Or I would it, show He wasn't up. in band. Uh, no, what so do we call it? Marching we band. Calling, he was yeah. in a legit band. So he That's plays right. the drums. Oh, wow. That's even cool. And he sings bass. So he can sing in quartets and oh, acapella wow. so groups. Like real good. He's got a good radio voice. He yeah. Good. And these boys were like all the girls 
just fell at their feet. They were like uh, One Direction. Okay, so, <laughs> no, so no, he's not married. <laughs> did you see him join the church? Like he so, was not a member no, of the time? No, by or? the time I can remember him, he was a member. Okay. And I would like, we would, I would see that group of boys at the dances. Okay. They're two years older than me. So when they all left on their missions, I decided I was going to write all of them. Okay, smart. And so that when they got like home. The odds, yeah. Like the odds. <laughs> One time, Genius, Ryan says, I, I accidentally sent him a letter that said, <laughs> dear so, someone. Because I would just like print out all and yeah. just change dear. Dear Ryan, oh. dear Jason, dear Matt, dear... You just copy, paste, and change the So we have a bunch of letters from his mission that we wrote back and forth. But like three other dudes have the same letters. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> oh, I sent them all packages for every holiday, even like St. Patrick's Day. Really That's effective. Like, That's effective. You know, because I was letter girls, if you're listening. Yes. And it's not bad because like they all enjoyed it. Like yeah. I want to get letters on your mission. For sure. And I was this total like wallflower quiet girl two years younger than them. And when they all got home... So were you still in high school doing I this? was in high school. I started college. Um, I went to BYU-Idaho. And so when they got home, I was like just out of my first year of college. And they were like, okay. oh, yeah, now they grew look, up. Now they looked at you. Yeah, now they were like, oh, this girl blossomed. And um, I got. they all started paying attention to me. I actually kind of started um, dating a different one. And oh, okay. then one day got all cute. Coming down, they all lived in Provo. I was in Rexburg. I would come down on the weekends to see their band play. And I got all cute for the one I was kind of dating. And Ryan showed up to pick me up. I took the, like, Greyhound to the S- the Salt Lake City Airport. They would pick me up. This is before cell phones. Like, yeah. Yeah. just hitch a you just, ride. You just hope someone shows yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> right? And so the guy I'm thinking is going to show up, who I got all cute for, it ends up being Ryan. And he, that's when he was like, oh, hey. Okay. And that night he, like, tried to kiss me, and I turned my head because I was like, I'm kind of yeah, dating your friend. Like, did what he do you know that, or he just didn't care? Oh, no, he thought right I, I pretended to fall asleep oh. on the couch. We were watching a Shakira documentary. Shakira, <laughs> Shakira. Because he had yourself. served his mission in yeah. a Latin, you know, okay. country, so he was all into Shakira. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah, right. Well, now come to find out there's a sex, but anyway. <laughs> But so, no, I pretend to fall asleep. And so I'm like hard to get. And so game on. Okay. So that's where it started. So Peter Priestids aren't necessarily in a band and like wearing cool clothes. No, and and he like kind of be like inappropriate sometimes and tell inappropriate jokes. And that everyone would say, oh, that's just Ryan. Like, you know, that's the like Cards Against Humanity, Ryan. Yeah. Brad's been known to tell a few jokes. Right, right. And he's and pretty so, appreciative. You know, and he Here's normal is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he was... <laughs> Go on. Sorry. That's all right. No, so he was he was normal. He was he was not out drinking and smoking and having sex that I knew of. Because there are a lot of guys that do that. Right. So we all know that. Right. And girls, right? So right. But he was like serving in the church he and callings the church. and not. He did he wear white shirts? The church white he, he shirts. Wore white Whoa. shirts. Whoa. Okay. Well, then he was. You know. That's an indicator of righteousness. <laughs> yeah. right? If he was wearing blue shirts, I could see you wondering. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know now about I can, that. It's funny because I always used to think that too, and now I've come to like the dudes who wear blue shirts like. We're just thinking of dudes in our ward that teach, and I'm like, dude, yeah. that's one of the most like yeah. spiritual lessons ever. I'm like, maybe I had this all wrong. Yeah. Maybe I wore a blue shirt every now and then. All right, go on. No, so we, um, yeah. he had to chase me pretty hard, and 
um, when he started chasing me and I wasn't giving in and it just made him want it more, we had to start hanging out because I wasn't going to make out with him. Yeah. I didn't want to be sloppy seconds because I had already oh. kissed the other friend. Mm. And that's I knew that's what they called the girls that they uh, all passed around. Uh. So I'm like, I refuse to be sloppy seconds, but I kind of like the attention. And he would call me every day, and we'd so hang out. So no major red the flags, th- though. Like I mean, no. he's, he's fun. He's outgoing. He's no, in a band, only he's also only in, in the fact that like they had they kissed a lot of girls. Which they, is, I mean, that, like, kissed, I, like I don't know how many spiritual. If guys you've listened know in the to the last when yeah. on Ryan's podcast, well, well, he did. Had mention, he reached his hundred before he met you? He did not reach a hundred. Was his he still keeping was track? 100. Did he keep track? Oh yes. So you at that point you I've still keeping track? I've seen their paper where you they have? keep track of the girls oh. that they. Does it still kissed. exist? I I'm pretty sure it's. You still can a send game. me a picture. Yeah. We'll post it on our <laughs> he Instagram. Wrote down, like, oh, we won't put a name or anything, but I just want to see the tally mark. The date where they were, like so. Yeah, okay. these guys were known for kind of being the makeout kings okay. of our town. Okay. Right. So I knew that, mm-hmm. and I also knew he had never had a like a long term serious girlfriend. Like three months was the longest. Oh, so you were like his. First. Right, and see, I was the kind of girl that I've kissed like six boys in my life, and three of them were my boyfriends. Like I was the opposite. Mm-hmm. I when I fall, I fall pretty hard, and I'm not. I'm I'm not that. It's not a short term relationship. Right, and so. I play hard to get. He chases after me. I start to feel like we become best friends because we're hanging out all the time. Mm-hmm. And he stops trying to kiss me all the time because I turned my head like five times. He kept trying to kiss me. And I said, why don't you just like hang out with me for a little mm-hmm. bit? And um, eventually got to the point where I was like, man, are you ever going to try to kiss me again? Mm-hmm. Like or if he didn't call that day, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. he's not... Playing hard Paying to get attention works. to me now. Playing hard, you went a little right, too hard. I've right. had girls do that. And yeah. My own wife. And then eventually, <laughs> I like went back to my other girlfriend. She likes like, to tell the story wait, wait, wait. opposite. <laughs> she says that I went back, like, no, I went back because she. I thought she wasn't really that into me. Right. So, yeah, right. No, yeah. so. Right. So you get married, get married so in the temple. We get married, we get married in the temple. Um, and life's just perfect. And life's mu- great. Yeah. And four kids. Four kids so later. yeah, we we it's like don't have kids for four couple. years, and in those four years, we get through school and we travel and we have life fun. Just sounds like a perfect like, like, like ideal. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And then and then we start having babies, and we have we get you know the four I wanted, two girls and two boys, wow. and wow. I check, and check, yeah, check, all this stuff, you know. And I literally, this might sound so dumb saying, but I literally would have the thought. I have everything I've ever wanted. Oh, yeah, that's a good thought. I have everything I've ever really wanted that was really important to me. I wanted to get married in the temple. I wanted to have four kids, two boys and two girls. I wanted to be a dental hygienist, and I am. I wanted to go to BYU, and I did. I wanted to have Disneyland passes and take my kids once. you were blessed in the land, like the Book of Mormon. You kept the commandments, and Ah. you were prospering in the land. Yes, I just had, and life wasn't perfect. I mean, we had financial struggles, and we had, our marriage is not perfect, obviously, but I felt like anything that's really, truly important, I have everything I ever wanted, and... Sometimes we'd we'd go to church and we'd hear someone talk and they'd share a trial over the pulpit and we'd drive home and he'd say, man, it's, everyone goes through trials in life. Like everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. has their thing. When's our big trial going to come? Like I wonder, like I'm scared. He'd say sometimes I actually get scared thinking our life is too perfect. Like what 
is going to hit us. What's our refiner's fire going to be? The irony that he said that. I know, and and mm, and Heinz, was was that? Do you the timing of that was that during his yeah. acting out? Okay. So his acting out um, started. Uh, I mean, his addiction started in high school. Yeah. But acting out within the marriage started four years in when I was pregnant with the first one. Okay. And. I don't think we knew that from, yeah. but we didn't ask that. Yeah. Okay. So the timing of it, we the were timing to, yeah. of it. And funny enough, when I was pregnant with the first one, he started experiencing some severe anxiety. Like yeah. He had a panic attack one night. I was going to see the midnight showing of Harry Potter with my little brother because I'm a Harry Potter nerd. And I get this phone call that I need to come home. He's having a heart attack. Hmm. Like, he can't move. He's shaking. He can't get out of bed. His chest is hurting. He thinks he's, he thought he was dying. Hmm. And worried I rushed, about Worried about the child, like being the a dad. Financial stress. Yeah. yeah, being a dad and just everything that entails. And Most dads uh, can't cope with life. Well, and he didn't think That's it was a panic it. attack. He yeah. literally thought. It was a heart attack. It was yeah. a heart attack. So I, we called 911, paramedics, fire truck, everything. Get him on a stretcher. Journey. He takes the ambulance. And... Then he gets on medications for anxiety, and um, I just thought, you know, kind of runs in his family, and I thought, oh, man, like, this is a lot of pressure on him to provide and um, to be the dad, and and so it all kind of started. Now, in hindsight, I see all these signs. All the so, so let's go yeah. to where the, the discovery, because, yeah. like... Oh, Because yeah. um, I think he mentioned that a bit, but from your perspective. So from my perspective, we have this perfect life. I have everything I ever wanted. It's not it's not flawless. Yeah. But it's perfect. Normal. But it's normal. There's a difference. The normal. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, we're married almost 14 years, and come January 3rd of this year. So 13 years. Yeah, 13 and, um, I mean, yeah, it was 14, four, yeah. 14 years in March. I get this phone call from my mom, and she says, hey, I need you to get your kids, drop them off somewhere. I, I really oh, yeah. need you to come talk, you know, help me out. My little brother and his new little wife were visiting in there in town, and, and um, it sounded serious. And I knew that they had been having some, getting the first year kinks out mm-hmm. and kind of having some struggles. You're so, thinking you're going to go there and it's oh, something with them. Yeah, I thought. You guys, I went to my parents' house oh, fasting to help her. That to I could help, help oh, you're so sweet. my little <laughs> like, sister-in-law and my brother. Oh. And Heavenly Father, I feel so inadequate, but help me to help her. Put the right words in my mouth. I have, you know, these 14 Holy years of experience. Shift. I know she has anxiety. Ryan has anxiety. They have a lot of similarities, my new little sister-in-law. And so, and my brother's a lot like me. So I have a lot of insight. And I'm thinking, like, this is kind of awkward. But please, Heavenly Father, help me to help them because I love them. I wonder what Heavenly Father was thinking. Oh, he's like, you poor child. Yeah, well, no, but I'm think about that. It's a good thing you fasted. A, right. Like I you were in a spiritual. Yeah. Well, except for then, you know. Okay, so then, so okay. So then I, so you, I drop off my kids. I drive to my parents' house. I open the what door. Happens? It's morning time. My parents are both home. My brother and his new wife are there. My brother's upstairs and he won't come down. My mom and my new little sister-in-law are sitting on the couch, super close, in their PJs, under a blanket, just sobbing. And I'm, my first thought is, oh, crap, they're getting a divorce. And 
I walk over to the couch, and my mom, through her sobs, goes, Heather, it's Ryan. And you're like, at that point... My heart started pounding, and I just knew. Hmm. I knew he had been unfaithful from the way they were acting. I really? Just, I knew it. And were I, you thinking, like, how do they know? My heart started pounding. I was in shock. Yeah, yeah. My thought Isn't process. weird how your intuition kicks in. Yeah. You just can, like, see ahead. I go into shock. My little brother, come to find out, didn't want to come downstairs because he didn't want to see me have an emotional breakdown. Because he, yeah, he felt uh, yeah. bummed. Bummed about So the they talk to me. So what do they say? They tell me how Ryan, I had worked the day before, and Ryan had had the four kids, and Ryan always wanted to get together with other moms when he had the kids to kind of get rid of the kids so they can play with the other kids and, and kind of helps you when you're watching your kids to have other yeah, kids it's there. easier. Right. So yeah. he was trying to womp up a zoo day and ended up taking the kids to the zoo and reaching out to other moms and even my mom, like, to kind of help him with the four kids to go to the zoo. And it ended up just being him and my sister-in-law and my four kids go to the zoo. And apparently um, his addiction had spiraled so out of control that during that day... He had attempted to groom and solicit my new little sister-in-law. Um, and in doing so, um, had confided in her a lot of his past infidelity and behavior. And um, she had started to go down that path with him because it's a juicy conversation. You know, it's kind of... It's charged and mm. juicy gossip, and um, she wasn't. She's young and naive and groomed. And he was good. And he's been really good at what like he, he did. Really, really good. Um, yeah, but everyone, I think, like you said, well, like not everyone's like. I found this through my own experience as well. Like I mean, it's different than Ryan's, but at the same time, I found that everyone has a natural man. So like, right. uh, the most righteous of people. Oh yeah. When 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 the spotlight's not on them, we're not sitting there on Sunday. When right. the church, you are not up at the pulpit. Like it's a lot easy. Like well, yeah. things can get carried away real quick. Yeah, that's why they say stand in holy right because yes. there's that's a reason because no go, one is guaranteed. No, and you have your own insecurities. Totally. Yep. And if someone's sudden, telling you how yeah. beautiful you are, oh how man, we love that, right? That's we what you want to hear. We love hear. validation. So she started Let alone a new girl just married, right? Having issues right. with marriage, right? And so and he knows that. And there's a reason, you know, she's one of them. Like, they all have this MO where they're struggling in their marriage or, you know, daddy issues or physical, you know, insecurities. So she realized um, after about two days of this getting deeper and deeper, oh, crap. Like, oh, so this didn't just happen one day. No, it, it started. It started uh, kind of started the night before the zoo. Everyone had gone to the movie. It was around Christmas time. Everyone well, Ryan kind together. of mentioned about a grooming. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah. It wasn't so, like a, but it had spiraled. The addiction had spiraled out of control, and typically it would take months to groom someone. He did months worth of grooming in like two or three days with yeah. her. He so went like too a, fast. What are you talking about? The way you and Ryan talk. Yeah. It's like it's like a it was like a thing that. It's like it didn't happen to me. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. No, it, it, we're talking about it no. in, a, in a light sense. Right. And I think people are probably having a tough time understanding that because unless yeah. you hear the recovery story, how, how Ryan dove head in and, and yes. we heard it. So, again, if you're not listening to the other episode, Please. go back. Yes. Go back. Please because go back. 
Well, yeah. This is this is a lot of therapy and a lot of spiritual healing that's yes. taking place at this point. Well, Very remarkable that you guys are at a level. Anyways, well, keep, keep, keep okay. going. We'll talk so about So anyway, so she that. makes a 180. She goes to my brother, tells him everything. They go to her sister and tell them everything, and they say, you got to go. you got to go to the parents. you got to tell Heather. you got to go to the parents. You can't keep this a secret. They go to my parents. They tell them everything. That's, oh, she went to her parents? She went to, par- no, okay. my parents. Your parents. Oh. Yeah, and so then my parents call me, and we have this this. This, like, I, I, this, I really commend your parents on being that oh. resource, right? To be have that relationship enough yes. to for them to trust and not them freak out, yeah. anger, like they handled it really well. So my mom was much more emotional, but my dad is so like Christ-like, and oh. he was just like he's not your normal typical. Because like, I'd want to go kill no. like as a dad, no, I mean, like I go that. like, yeah. all right. I'm out of here. No, Sweet. so in like, that moment, like, Jay, let's go. My, you know, my mom's saying, I want to call up these women. And my dad's sitting there going, No, they're going through their, they are so sick in such in a dark place. They're their own worst enemy. And you don't need to go Which tell, right. you like, don't need to go no. tell anyone off. They're, they're, well, she's right. Right. But, like, like but most he's, of us don't And he's saying, you know, I don't know what it's like to grow up in this world with, with social media. Mm, and, wow. every, you know, and we can't, telling my mom, right, like, we true. can't judge. You don't know what it, you would have been doing if you're a This was all that first day? Yeah. This my, is all the conversation? My dad, yeah. Your dad and your mom. Whoa. So my mom's mom. heavy. Yeah. And There's so, a lot of wisdom in there. Yeah. Right. So then I leave their house after the bomb is dropped on me, and I just... Yeah, without calling, without calling right so, now, where's your head out? Because you walk in there they, thinking yeah. it's about them, right? No, it's about you. How long, and how long is that meeting for? Oh, like two hours. Okay, three hours. You're in shock for sure. I'm in shock, and there's they keep telling me they're surprised. I'm Are, you just, so well. Are you just wanting to call them? Are you just wanting to call them? I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So, my mom was a Relief Society president, and she knew, and I want other wives to know that in a crisis, LDS Family Services will give you a free half hour of therapy over the phone. Oh, so I know that. this is a great resource. Right yes, here. I didn't know that. So I and sh- we also had a, a killer, amazing therapist in our stake. So she she asked me, "Would you like me to reach out to him?" I said, "Please." That so your mom already knew this person. Yes, she's like, "I'm going to reach out to this this therapist in our stake, and I'm going to call LDS Family Services. You can talk to them for a half an hour." So I very leave. great advice. Yes. And so she's a Relief Society president. I think she's been through seeing other people in a crisis. Mm -hmm. I drive home from there, and that's when the tears start to come. At my parents' house, a little bit, but they were like... Did you have a game plan on how you are going to address this? No, the whole way I came driving home, I was crying What to Heavenly Father. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I don't know what to do. Do Do I kick him out? Do I... Do did I take a back? Did, did your mom or dad tell you what they think you should do? No. Not once have they told me what they thought I should do. They're just very loving and supportive. Of They told me whatever I choose to do, they love and support me. Well, if I stay great. with him, if I leave him, if I stay with him, they will love him and forgive him. If I leave him, they will support me. Oh, that's amazing well, parents. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And so I just cry the whole way home. Now what I do see I why do? you're so grounded. Like, what you do come I, from, like, yeah, really... They're really amazing. You come from good stock. And so... I get home, I'm crying, what do I do? And I have also always heard that in a crisis, like, you go to your bishop, right? So I lined up a phone conversation with this therapist, a phone conversation with LDS Family Services, and I call my bishop. I talk to the LDS Family Services, and I realized... What time of day is this? This is like... It's the whole day. I know, like, this the kids are gone the whole day. Kid. After I, there was a morning time, and you're at their house time, a couple hours. Yes, and so I, um, 
I have to decide what I want, and I have to realize, okay, deep it's down, deep down in my heart, what I really want is for this whole thing to go away and for my marriage to be whole again and to have what I thought I had yesterday. Mm-hmm. To th- have what I thought I had when I woke up this morning. That's my dream. That's what I want. If I can get that back. But then I have to realize he might not want that. Mm-hmm. He might be done with this marriage. He might be one out. Yeah. He might be done with the church. I don't know where his yeah. testimony's out. Well, yeah. He's been living a lie and a double life. I don't know what he wants. And so I talked to LDS Family Services, and they gave me great advice on how to confront him. I knew I was going to wait till he got home and do it in person. He works late. It would be like 7 p.m. They told me when he walks in the door, Tom, can you please put your phone down and sit next to me and talk to me? I need your full attention. Were they full specific on say these words? I took notes. I took notes full, you know, say this, don't say that. So Um, what what were some of those? Can you, can we talk? I really, I I really want to talk to you. I have something to say and I need your full attention. Undivided, yeah. Yes. And the second one was you tell you tell him what you know, and then you tell him how it makes you feel, because he can try to fight the facts that you think you know, mm, but he can't. But he can't fight your feelings. If you're feeling abandoned, if you're feeling betrayed, if you're feeling disgusted, he can't combat that. And then, well, first they said, "Can you get the kids out of the house?" Yes, done. Will your physical health be in danger? I said, if anyone's physical health is in danger, it's him. He's so sweet. He will never hit me. I might. Hurt him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not physical either, but no. He's, he's but that's a legitimate concern that's a with legi- some. For some people. Yeah. Some people need a mediator. I yeah. knew we wouldn't. And so he's after that. Guy. Right. Not a violent guy at all. And so they tell me that. And then they say, after you tell him how you feel, ask him, are you willing to fix this? Because you need to find out where he is. Mm-hmm. And if he's... If is that he's, a scary question to ask? Yeah. That was that, You're amazing to ask. <clears throat> I don't know where he's at. Because the guy I thought I knew is not the guy that they're that talking like, yeah. to me about. Right. Dude, I, know. I don't know who this guy is. I'm like questioning, like, am I married to a monster? Like, am I one of those weirdos who marries Charles Manson from prison? And there's something wrong with me? Is he a genuine guy? He's just sick? Does, is he in love but with c- someone Because else? at this point, you all, except for the secondhand story from her, is this is what he's told. Yes. You don't know if that's made up. I don't know how much is embellished to get her to, like, have this conversation. And so, yeah, then you ask, are you willing to, to, like, make this work? And if if he says yes, then you need to... The fact that you've even gone that far is so amazing. So I know women today that found out that their husbands were looking at pornography without, like, infidelity in a sense where, like, they met up or done anything with a real person. Like, it was all just pornography. That still don't talk to their husbands. Yeah. That will still want out, want a divorce, but yet don't. And like right. they're just, their life is miserable because that wife won't also participate in any recovery. The, you know, the, 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 the addict is wants recovery. Anyways, it's, right. uh, it's amazing. That, yeah, those no. questions were key that you oh, got. LDS Family Services was amazing because I was cry- like, what do I do? What do I do? And I didn't, I really didn't know what to do. How to 
do I throw my ring at him and say, get out? Yeah, you for sure had those emotions, because I right? Yes, but I knew what I wanted my end goal to be was and that. you've been married 14 years. That's 14 another thing, years. too. It's not like we have four you were kids. just like your second, We own year. a home together. You've we built this life together. I can't help but think the fasting you did to prepare to help right. your oh, brother and, and sister well, and help you. put yes. you in the spiritual And if you mood. think I could eat the rest of the day, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was fat the whole thing. But those were not your, those were not the natural woman thoughts to do that because the natural person's Yes. Screw you. No. Get the F out of my house. Right. Most you monster. Like home to an empty house. No, there were so Your many. Your stuff was out on the port. Like, there were that's so the natural many reaction. tender mercies. And I did have a good relationship with my Heavenly Father. And I'm so thankful that I had that channel open in that moment because it could have gone. Sometimes I get angry that I did it so well. I'm like, man, I wish I could go back and like punch no, you. you. But no, this, no, how can I be angry when yeah. I have the result that yeah. I want? Yeah. So they also say, if he says, yes, he's willing to fix this, then you need to give him some expectations. Okay, if you're willing to yeah, fix set this, your, set your... will you go see the bishop with me right now? Yeah. Are you no willing... No talk. Right. Did you already have an appointment with the bishop? Uh, yes. Are okay. you willing to go to therapy? Are you willing to go to couples therapy? Because that's how he really gauges. Right, right, right. And so I that yeah. that was the tools LDS Family Services gave to 100%. me. 100%. Then I talked to this therapist on the phone for half an hour. They told Lexi that too, and then I was like, nope. <laughs> and just, that's when she left me. That's what, right? That's well, you got to have boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. So then I get to talk to this therapist from my stake. This I, is after this, after, after that. I took notes. At, no, after I took notes, Ryan hasn't come home. Oh, yet. okay, okay. I'm still. It's still the daytime. He's at work. I haven't confronted him. My parents told me. I go home. Talk to LDS Family Services immediately after. I talk to this therapist. Ryan's okay. at work. He has no clue that the stuff's therapist, about to get the real. The therapist was different than the LDS Family Services. Yes. Therapist. So LDS Family Services is a different thing. Okay. This therapist is a man who's in our stake. Okay. Who's in the Singles Ward Bishopric. He's an incredible man. My mom calls him and tells him a little bit about what's going on and has him call me. And before I even talk to him very much, he says, Heather, Ryan has a severe sex and love addiction. And, and it's been know, going he didn't on. He know Ryan. He knows Ryan. He knew him Because we're all in the same stake. Okay. Me and my parents, we all, we're all in the same stake. So he says, Ryan has a severe love and sex addiction. It's been going on a lot longer than you think. It's a lot worse than you think. And I want you to brace yourself. And, and I, that's just based on, like, the facts. Just of, like, based hey, on a few yeah, little things my mom told him from what my sister-in-law said. And I was Plus like... Plus his experience of right, being a therapist. Yeah, his experience. Yeah. Well, After guess, a while, you know. come to find out, the man is what's known as a CSAT, which is a certified sex addiction therapist. He's had a lot of experience. Tender Mercy, yeah. number 157. He could have just been, like, a normal counselor. Right, right. No. Works with teens. This is his specialty. Yeah. Addiction is a specialty, namely sex addiction. And so and member of the church. Right. And the gospel because perspective. I've had guys I yeah. sponsor yes. go to non members it's not and the then same. they end up leaving the church yeah. and the program. Well, because they'll the tell you, like, oh, you should masturbation is fine. It's healthy. She's the problem. Yeah. 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 So I get there's the best of both worlds, and he diagnoses Ryan on the spot. I am still in shock, and I'm like, okay. In the past, if, if people ever said sex addiction, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, a thing. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you mean you just, I'm uh, addicted to fun. Yeah. I'm addicted, that's, <laughs> that's like my addiction. I'm like, everyone loves Who doesn't sex, like sex, right? Like, I'm addicted to cotton candy in Disneyland. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a cop-out, Tiger Woods. Thank you very right. much. Right. I, yeah, we all thought you that. Know? And we so, all, like, I think the public, as a yeah. whole— 
just 10 years ago, for the most part, just yeah. in general. I didn't even know if I believed it was exactly. a real thing. So, But when he said it, I, very, I really respect this man. And so I was like, okay, like, well, help me. What do I do? So just he helped me, uh, gave me a little more advice because I was going to confront Ryan like a robot with no emotion. And yeah. he goes, it's okay. To, yeah, like, he know, needs to, he's living high right now. He needs to see that he's hurt you actually. And yeah. it's okay to cry. So I'm like, all right, yes. thank you, because I was gonna be like, really I was gonna You're read like, me in this moment. Like, I'm like, whoa, right? this is so intense. I was just gonna read my notes from yeah, yeah, services yeah. without emotion. So no, and then I go person. into my, I make an appointment with my bishop to meet with him before Ryan gets home. What did you home. tell your bishop? So I go to my bishop, and he's like, I can't meet with you alone, and I'm getting, I'm a hard, hard time getting another counselor because it was like 4 yeah, yeah, p.m. Yeah. Yeah. People are at work. I said, my mom suggested I bring my sister-in-law to um, be the horse's mouth and validate. This is if Ryan wasn't willing to go with you. Is this right? No. Okay. This is before Ryan gets home. Oh, you wanted to go meet with him before Ryan I wanted to talk to him first. I needed spiritual guidance and comfort and peace and strength. Dude. People, no. <laughs> people kill their spouses over there. Like, let's, let's be honest. Like, you guys are special people. He is, you are. Like, I mean, yeah. when we left last week, I, did, I forgot that this is all within the last eight months. Yeah. And you've been married this, like, you know, like, we'll talk about this later. But, like, the level of where you guys are at is, uh, it's, you guys it's, are special. It's, 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 it's you've, a lot of you've tender progressed mercies. this fast because of, of the reliance mercies. on the Lord. Yeah, and a lot you of your own understanding, your not on your own understanding, right? But Which and a lot you can of have testimony mercies. and chaos. Yes, right. Well, you, you have to. Yeah, you, no, but but people choose to throw it away uh, when chaos happens, right? You guys had order. Yes. you had order, right? In your mind, perfect LDS order. Screw this! Yeah. I'm gonna go drink, and, and right. that's what most women would. Well, have I've heard of spouses that of go and act we out themselves. That. We know a lot of them. But yeah, so I go and I meet with the bishop. I bring my sister-in-law. It's like 4 p.m. He's still at work. He still has no clue. I'm talking bishop's such an amazing guy and he's just can't wrap his head around it because the ryan he sees at church yeah. oh, that'd be hard he's the guy he's mm-hmm. like on this pedestal like people, yeah, yeah. he gets on the pulpit and he has the most beautiful testimonies and he gets choked up and this beautiful singing voice now what drugs you just, see it ahead of time no sex, you can't like, if, see unless it you caught, yeah, no and he had compartmentalized so well for sure and that's a term i didn't even hear until i came here um, right. I found a talk from 2000. Oh, send it to me. I, I just did it in elder school. Oh my gosh, I, it's Out real. Of nowhere, Compartmentalization about, yeah. is real. It's like when you're with your Straight work buddies, up. you don't mind, you'll cuss no, and no, whatever. Then when it. you're we, at church, you're yeah. this other guy. We all do. So with Business, me, yeah. You know, and so I'm telling the bishop like, he's having a hard time. I'm like, well. There is a little bit of is a Is he side. like, are you sure? Yeah. He's probably like, yeah. Like, did on. you not misunderstand yeah. Ryan yes, to your exactly sister? that's exactly what he's doing. Are you sure he said and that? I, well, most of us would do the same thing. But we're, I, we, I would automatically, well, if I didn't do all this, yes. I'd go, this girl's probably he's had, like yes. using him as a cop right. out. Right. Because we've all seen that, too. And he doesn't know her. Yep. Ryan's had some big callings, right. and he is an, he's amazing. He's an amazing guy. And and so he's on this pedestal. The bishop's having a hard time wrapping his head around it. And um, I go in there thinking I'm going to get, I'm going in there thinking my bishop is a therapist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I right le- now you just need, you need. And I leave, yes. pain to everyone. Right. Someone and I leave there feeling like I love my bishop. He's amazing. But I but still he- feel 
I still feel broken. I'm yeah. supposed to feel better. They say if you're going in, well, into yeah, a crisis, like if your baby drowns in a pool, you go to the bishop, then you go to the temple. Yeah. If you get diagnosed <laughs> with stage four breast cancer, That's you go to the bishop, you go to the, bishop, bishop, you go to the temple. Go to the so I'm doing the, the things, the but I don't, I still feel. Bishops are not professional no. therapists. And he said that to me. Yeah, he yeah. said, I wish. That's a good bishop. Yeah. Because there are some bishops, like when I got home from my mission, yeah. I love him. He's a patriarch now. So yeah. this is how amazing this guy still is. And, right. and, and I took things wrong, but bless his heart. He thought he was going to cure my opiate addiction when I got right. home from my mission. I had already, you know, detoxed all my mission. But when I got home, I, I told him I was, you know, I told a lot of things about uh, my problems, where I was struggling. What he, I mean, his solution was cool. You're going to come over weekly. We're going to read the scripture. He's gonna and we're going to do therapist. this. We're going to do this. And, yeah. uh, and obviously that didn't work out. Yeah. You know? No. So anyways, and all out of good intention. Yeah. Well, they want to help you. And he of said, he, he's so good. He said, you know, I'm not a licensed trained therapist. I can't help you with the trauma, but I can help you with the spiritual side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm saying. I that's so rare, really. Yeah. When you think about like, this whole That's another really tender rare. mercy. Yes. The fact that he you was our bishop. You could have a bishop that had an ego. Yes. The size no. of this room. And he's the most, he's the most s- humble, sweet. He's got all the answers. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. We all know that, that they're human. Right. So I tell him, I say, look, Bishop, I'm going to confront Ryan when he gets home from work at 7 p.m. I'm going to ask him if he's willing to fix this. And if he is, I'm going to ask him if he'd be willing to talk. Then come I'm calling in. you back. Yeah. 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 Then we're coming in. Would you be willing? And he's like, I love you guys so much. You're this, you know, family in yeah, our yeah. ward. He's like, whatever you need. So. Oh, this is intense. Yeah, okay. it's intense. Right. So I'm like, got the bishop yep. on retainer waiting, you know, to come back at 7 to 8 p.m. And I just go home and kind of pace and cry and pray and pace. And um, I s- 7 p.m. rolls around. The kids are still gone. I see the, the headlights of Ryan's car pull into the driveway through the front window, and I'm sitting on the corner of the couch. And the door opens up, and he walks in, and he's looking down on his phone like, Always, like yeah, and I and I say probably clearing his history. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. Not, not yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just kidding. I've been there. That Anyways, comes later. That comes right, later. Right, right, right. And so, and then I say, hey, um, you know, my voice is kind of quivery, and I say, I, I need to talk to you about something important, and I need your full undivided attention. Can you put your phone down when you're when you have a minute? Will you please put your phone down and come sit down and talk to me? And I've got my notes in my hand, but they're all crinkled up and they're all sweaty. And that he, would made me so defensive. Well, like, as a as a dude who's been there, right. like I would have been like, so no, he, what? No. Yeah, no, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? Say? You no. know, I would have freaked out. He has no clue. That's crazy. Because I've never caught anything. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he puts his phone down and he sits down and he's like, "What's up?" And so I start. Thinking he's got this. Going down my my list of what to say, my voice is breaking. I'm I'm sobbing, but I'm saying. My, I know all my sister-in-law things. told me everything. She told me everything. I know everything. I feel disgusted. I feel abandoned. I feel, and I'm telling him all the things yeah. I feel, yeah. and I'm breaking. Yeah, of course. You At know? this point now, you're getting really emotional, and right? And then he gets all defensive, and he's like, I, I, but not defensive. He owns what I said. Yeah, yeah. He gets almost on his knees and says, puts his hands out and says, I messed up. He didn't say messed, though. Yeah. And 
and I keep telling him how I feel, and yeah, yeah. he's like shaking. He's he's dude, he's just caught. Cards are falling. He's yeah, just yeah, for caught sure, for sure. He doesn't start crying though because he's in shock. Of course. And so... He's got to stay quick on his feet. Yes, so. right? So I get to the point where I say, are you willing <laughs> to there. fix this? Yeah. Are you willing to fix this? Do you even want this? And he says, yes. The only reason I have never told you... That was a relief to you. It was a weird... It was a weird relief. Because yeah. it, it, like, it helps, but not really. Yeah, now because I'm like, now, well, okay, because I'm like planning my head as a single woman. You know, at of least I have... All those scenarios. Yeah, at least I have a career. At least I have an education. I'm, you know... That's true. That's true. You're not like a lot of women in the church be, they, you know. They would be yeah. uh, a little more obligated. Yes, no. And so I... Parents would support you. They're right. like, we, we own a home. The whole church would have. Yes, for sure. Of course. So he says yes, and he tells me the only reason he's never told me anything is because... And he has... The only reason he's never gone to the bishop... He's wanted to go to the bishop many, many times. He's tried to repent on his own, and he only didn't go to the bishop because he knew the bishop was going to make him tell me and he didn't want oh, to hurt true. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to hurt me. And it that's does seem why like a cop-out, but reality is like a lot of dudes we've interviewed, yeah. and I've been there myself. And that, that's, yeah. that, that is like a number. It's a cop-out, but it doesn't get you recovery. Right. But it's a But it is valid, thing. too. Yeah. Like, no one wants well, to hurt. Well, the fear, right? Because, and that we all will get into this later. Yeah. Of course, we all know this. If people are listening, they've been listening for a while, they understand that the addict's not really doing it to hurt anyone. Like, they're not doing it to hurt well, themselves. They, they think... We get so compartmentalized. We yep. get so sociopathic in a sense where we can put emotion aside. We think that this is actually helping ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? It's right. helping. I'm going to help you so by So you not don't drinking. have to be burdened with all my crazy. I'm going to go get solution over here. Right. So that way it'll actually make me a better husband. I've actually said these things in right. my mind. I'll be a better husband if, if I, I do this If I get it out yes. over here. Over here, yeah. yeah. Then I won't have to beg you for this or I won't have to argue over, you know, this is where we go. Right. Yeah, so he was yeah. like... I said, are you willing to go to the bishop right now? And he said, yes, I'll go right now. The only reason I haven't gone before is because I didn't want to no. tell you, but you know everything. So yeah, I will yeah. do whatever it takes. I will. I'm, I am deleting Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram right now. Yeah, I'm blocking these people. That. I'm blocking the, yeah. all of this yeah. stuff. And so he gets rid of all those things. Mm. We go into so the So right bishop. then you saw him delete it? I saw him delete it. I saw him block certain people. We go to the bishop and... Um, at this point, you only think that it's that it's the. At this sister, point, I think I know everything. You think you know everything. Yeah. Okay. Which he did tell the sister, your sister, the in law. There that was other. There things. was a little bit other, but you don't no, know. No. He told my sister. He told her everything. My sister in law. Oh, so okay. she thinks she knows everything. I think I know everything. Okay. Because you know everything. She told you. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. So okay. we go to the bishop. How many days later? That night. Oh, hardcore. Of <laughs> yeah. course, that's church <laughs> yeah. protocol. I would have done. Right. Was not, without, I needed drugs. it. When she caught me with drugs, the bishop was over that night. Yeah. I yeah, needed it. That's the crisis. That's, that's the moment you need it. Which so. is awesome. We have the support. Like, dude, right. outside the church, who are you calling? Your right. friends? And then you're going to go out drinking. Oh, my gosh. Like, okay. So we go to the bishop, and the bishop's asking him, is this all true? And he's confessing to it all. And the bishop is saying... Uh, curious. Bishop's house, church? Church. Church, okay. At the church, we live kind of pretty close to the building. Okay. Um, hmm. And he's all suited up. Like, he's taking it seriously. He's there, and he um, he's like, you know, I... I'm surprised by your demeanor to Ryan. He's like, I, you don't seem very upset. And he's like, well, Bishop, I'm in shock. You know, I'm just, I'm, this has just been yeah, like an hour blown ago, at me an way. hour ago, right? Yeah. And so um, from that moment on, you know, the kids st stay the night at someone else's house. I didn't kick him out. Um, 
Once again, but, special person. I, <laughs> I didn't, he didn't is, even sleep on the couch. I just, but I, I love was, this stuff because we all know it's a happy ending. Right. We, this, this just proves how resilient we can right. be as humans. Like, we don't have to be so but black and white. Like, right. you know what I mean? But this were, happened but, so but now But they I also react. both did. Like, you had your boundaries. You had your expectations. Yes. Well, you no, fell no. through with it. Like, yeah. well, well, that's what I'm saying. We don't have to be so reactive in a sense where... Everyone feels justified. In this. Most people would say, if they weren't in this program, right, and they heard this, yeah, they'd be like, if that happens to me. Oh, I would have said that. For, we all would. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But in the moment, the spirit changes you, right? I'm telling you, because you. I was close to the spirit, for sure. I was completely following sure. that guidance and my gut intuition. For sure. And I didn't for a second think, kick him out. Crazy. I didn't even. So he sleeps. So he sleeps on the couch. He's nope. No, no, that's right. You said you slept on the couch. You slept. No, no. First, that first night, I just opposite sides of the bed. Yes, I just back to back. You know, cried myself to sleep, but he's in the bed. You but could cut that like tension. Right. I'm. I'm as far as I can get oh, of to the other side. <laughs> yeah. And he's on the other side. So we go for about two weeks. There's got to be a lot of hope. Yeah. Now, yeah. you mentioned that it, it slowly came out. Was it? Yeah, uh, so so, so everything it? that I knew came out through my sister-in-law. And then for two weeks or three weeks, that's all it was. And we were trying to rebuild. And we were trying okay. to, you know, the bishop offered to get us into family services so we can get him a therapist, me a therapist, and a couple therapists. Well, I decided to go with this amazing guy from our stake, the CSAT, who I mm-hmm. love. Which is as an individual therapist? Yes. Or okay. For, for you. my individual, for you. then we had a separate couples therapist. Okay, so hold on. Did the thought enter your mind of this isn't my problem? Why do I need to go to therapist? He needs to no, go. No, I thought like I've I, heard that a lot. It's like it's not my problem. He's the one with the problem. No, I'm fine. I feel like before. I am broken. Okay. So at this point, you're like, dude, I'm. I'm I'll broken. I'm an emotional wreck. I need to be a mother to my children. I need someone to fix me. Mm-hmm. I need someone to help me fix myself. I, I can't live like this. Whether yeah, the amount of anxiety whether we stay have. together or we don't, I'm broken. Yeah. And so the very next day I go to the temple because that's what you do. You go to your bishop, then you go to the temple. And so the first time I went to the bishop, he's great, but I left feeling like, oh, that wasn't, I don't feel this peace, comfort, strength, guidance, hope that everything's going to be fine. That's what I wanted. So mm-hmm. I go to the temple seeking that. And it was awful. It was so hard. Mm. I, I, the little old ladies didn't even know what to do with me. I was falling apart mm. so hard and making all these promises and yeah, the covenants, covenants and, yeah. and thinking I, every time I've come here throughout our marriage, I thought this was this like mm-hmm. source of strength in our marriage and, and this like this amazing power that we had. And now this message that was so sweet and powerful is is painful. It's like pouring acid in a gaping open wound. And it hurt so bad and it confused me. And I thought, oh, I can see how people will let their trials drive them away from the church. I've Mm -hmm. always had a strong testimony. I gained my own testimony pretty young. Well, especially if the advice is... You need to go to the temple. That'll make you feel better. And if it doesn't, then, right. oh, the church must not be true. What's wrong with me? The church is wrong. The, yeah. Yeah. The bishop gave me bad advice. Yes. And the temple didn't make me feel good. So made me I'm feel worse. Yeah. And so I could see, like, I how how people could, their trials could drive them away from the gospel. And I thought I can never judge anyone ever again because I could feel that. 
But in that session at the temple... Didn't we have another spouse say that she went to the just to the celestial room? Yes. So uh, afterwards, I've heard that before. Yes. Because the afterwards, the, I talked to other the, wives. The covenants and you make could be heavy if you're going through marital much. problems. It's that, too much. Yeah. I talked to other wives after, and they were like, "Oh, girl, I haven't done an endowment session for a year. What are you thinking? Like, just do initiatories and sit in the celestial room. You're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you poor thing. Like, no. I'm like, no one told me. Yeah. You know. But I did. In the midst of all the turmoil and the, I don't ever want to come back to the temple again, this hurts too much, the distinct impression so powerful came to me that I can't control his agency. I can keep my covenants till the day I die, but if he uses his agency to go a different path, I can't protect and keep my family together for all eternity. And I don't get those blessings. And it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter what I do because I can't protect my little family from his agency and I can't control his agency. I can only control mine. But the Spirit whispered to me, as long as I hold on to my covenants, regardless of what he does with his agency, I'm going to be okay no matter what, if I can just hang on to those for dear life, I get those blessings. And I hope that's with him, but if it's with another man, I still get them. Yeah. And I, I, I choose him, but if he doesn't choose that, yeah, yeah. I can't control that, mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's going to be okay. I got that. You got that confirmation. You get that yes. in the temple. In the so temple. We, and see, that's the thing. We've talked to these spouses. We know, we know of a few that... Um, one in particular that <clears throat> left, since left the church mm-hmm. and uh, both ended up leaving the church. But um, um, for sure, didn't I know for a fact, didn't go use the temple, you know, as right. even though it didn't cure. Maybe she tried once and then bounced. But, yeah. but, you know, you had that experience. And because it's true, like the adversary, the fear, the ego is trying to tell you you're going to lose everything. The yep. fear, right? We, that's fear re- based. No matter, right? It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you do, like, which is just so false doctrine. Right. But in the moment... That's what we all do. Like yeah. we just have that reactive. But, but you had that spiritual witness, which which is the same words that our prophets have told us. Yes. Oh, it's no matter but, what. Like you, but it you've heard meant this something yes. more because no, it was yeah. a spirit community. Now all these conferences you've heard yeah. this, it all like okay. No, wait a minute. I'm good. Yeah. But that's amazing. I, so like, so I'd like to say that it was awful and horrible, and I never wanted to go back. But I had that powerful, yeah, powerful witness. whisper. It was just a soft yeah. whisper, but I held on to that for dear life, and so. After talking to the other wives and they said, don't do an endowment session, crazy. Go do initiatories and then sit in the celestial room. And so I started doing that every week. I started fasting every Sunday. I started. So you doubled down on the so, spiritual world. Well, Usually people double down in the world. And I was desperate. I was thinking, you know, they, they say the atonement is not just for the sinner, but also for those in pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. The suffer. Okay. Yeah. And in primary, we learn if you. If you want to use the atonement to repent, these are the steps. You stop doing the action. You say, I'm sorry. You apologize to the person. You repent to Heavenly Father. They give you the steps of how to use the atonement to repent of your sins. But I I didn't know what the steps were to use the atonement to heal. It's a generic term. My broken heart. There was no concrete steps. And so I was like, do I just keep... I mean, fasting, reading my scriptures, conference talks, yeah. reading my patriarchal blessing, going to church in the temple, and like 
So I'm this doing, will be gold. When I'm, you share this, this will be... Yes, I'm just yeah. grasping at everything and therapy and um, everything I can think of. And so I was just kind of in this tumultuous place. And I finally got to meet with my therapist who said, I need you to brace yourself. There's going to be a lot more. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, and he's like... This is after a couple weeks? After two or three weeks. weeks. And I still felt... Did it take that long to get an appointment? Yes, because he was out of town and then he got sick. And I felt like I was drowning. I felt like I was treading water just to get to him, you know. And how's this relationship with Ryan at this time? Are you guys talking? We are are talking. Do the kids think things are normal? No, the kids feel a shift. Our kids are... The oldest is 10. And they can feel a shift. And why is mommy crying all the time? And daddy's groveling. They can feel it. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying. You know, we're trying to do our best. And Ryan was great. Like, he got rid of all the, 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 blocked all the people, got rid of all the apps, and didn't turn back to it. Are you checking your phone? Let me see it. Let me just double check. A little, but it was like, you know what? I, if. I'm not going to be your watchdog. Like, if you still want to go back to that, I don't want to know where I want you to be. I want to know where you really are. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. I know where I want you to be. What matters to me And you want him to want to be there, not you. Yeah, exactly. And so my therapist gives me the tools to get the rest of the truth out. And I was already kind of feeling like, yeah, he seems super bummed out that he got caught. This all hurts and sucks because I'm hurting and crying all the time. But I'm not seeing that genuine remorse. Yeah. The pains the of a damned sorrow. soul. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so, what that's I want. I want him to, like. The godly sorrow. Right. The not, Alma the Younger, like, you know, just like. Uh. Lexi talked about when she first came back after not seeing me for four months. Like, she said that, like, I don't remember this because it was all kind of blurry, just detoxing. But she she said I was a whole other person. Like I yeah. Like, I couldn't even. I had no pride anymore. Like, there was no ego in some, in the... It was, like, almost to the point where it was off. Right. It was, like... You're, like, too uh, nice and was, too humble. Well, not, I wasn't even... I, like, I was so humiliated. Right. Because, like, I was remembering all these things that I used to drug myself up from, you know? I mean, anyways, right. and so, like, that's the difference. But anyway, so, yeah, right. I could see how that... Yeah, so... And when I, when I confronted him the first time, he's still basically high, course, right? Yeah, yeah. And so... For sure. The ego's still alive. Right. And so I wasn't seeing that. And it was putting me into this, like, place where I, my emotions were at the surface. I was Mm -hmm. feeling unease. And my amazing therapist gave me the tools to get the rest of the truth out. Because he said, I'm... Is it a tender mercy that it was actually a couple weeks? Maybe, you know. I'm just thinking that now, that maybe Yeah, because a lot of stuff trickled out slowly. After mm-hmm. after the second time I confronted him and, and used the tools my therapist gave me to get the rest out, because I think as a, an addict, you justify small things that aren't really small, and you think they don't count or they don't matter. And so they would start to trickle out, like, he he would get to the point where he was praying to know if he had left anything out because he wanted to be completely transparent with me. He was honestly doing that or he was telling you he was doing After that? After I, I used the tools oh, okay, from the tool. my therapist okay. to get the rest of the truth out. So um, my therapist said, look, there's a lot more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Brace yourself. And it was oddly comforting for someone to tell me, brace yourself or you're about to get hit by a train because at least it was being honest with me. Yeah. And I felt this... The, the dishonesty was more painful. I'm like, if you've had sex with a thousand women, I'd Just rather drunk. know that. I can handle the truth. I can't handle the lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lies kill me. So the, the therapist said, 
you know, the number of women's probably triple. He's probably done way more. Just brace yourself. It's going to get worse. I'm going to give you the tools. He said, what you're going to do is you're going to ask him if he'd be willing to take a polygraph test. Is that the first question? Yes. Okay. And he goes, the answers, him actually taking a polygraph test and you getting the results, that's not your answer. Mm -hmm. Your answer is... Watch how he responds when you say, would you be willing, not I need you to, or you have to, would you be willing willing to take a polygraph test? See how he responds. If he's told you everything, because he, at that point he's saying, I told you everything. It's all out on the table. I even went to the bishop. Mm -hmm. Why would I hold anything back? I've humiliated myself. Why would I be holding Mm -hmm. back still? So I feel crazy. And so... Mm. Would you be willing to take a polygraph test? See how he responds. If he's innocent, he's going to go run to that laptop, find a polygraph. In two seconds. And tr- be like, yes, yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yes. I'm going to prove your therapist wrong. Yeah. I am innocent. I'm happy to prove it to you. Yeah. Second thing, you need to get STD tested right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I remember LDS Family Services telling me that, and I blew it off because yeah. I thought, no, no, no. My sister-in-law told me everything. Right. He never had, you know, sexual intercourse. It never got that far, vaginal intercourse. And so he he had been telling me it was all virtual virtual affairs, basically, over... Mm-hmm. Emotional virtual affairs. Vir- yes, pictures, videos, sexting, mm-hmm. all of that. So I just dismissed it. But when my CSAT therapist said, you need to go yesterday this has been going on for how long get std tested when you get your results whether they're positive or negative i want you to hold that paper to your chest so he can't see it and say before you before you get tested look him in the eye and say ryan have you ever had sexual intercourse with another woman since we've been married he's going to say no when you get your results hold them to your chest so he can't see them and say ryan i have the results to my STD test. And I'm going to give you one. Is it your STD test or his? Mine. You get yours. Okay. And I'm going to give you one more chance to tell me, have you ever had sexual intercourse with another woman since we've been married? Whether they're positive or negative. So I'm like, all right. So that day I go get STD tested. And that night. Did you go to a doctor for that? My OBGYN that delivered my babies. He's amazing. And it was not. You know what? Because he does it all the time. His nursing staff rallied around me. I told them the whole story. They were like my surrogate therapist. Mm -hmm. They were amazing. He was amazing. I love this man. So, and he had delivered my baby. My baby at this time is like a year and a half old. Oh, crap. Yeah. You still have like a lot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so your whole I go get STD tested. I come home that night, and it's the first time I saw my therapist. And he'd give me this three-hour session, and he, That's pretty rad. he armed me with these tools. Ryan said, yeah. like, you seem different. Like, you seem like you have this power. I'm like, I do. Sure. Now I know what to do. Empowered. I am empowered. I'll never forget. I know how to. Had, like, she didn't cry anymore. Right. I was like, oh, this is really end. Yeah, this is not good. Yeah. yeah, he felt that. And so that night after the kids went to bed, I said, hey, would you be willing to get, uh, to have a polygraph test done? He got pissed. He was like, I can't believe you and your therapist think I'm that bad. I've told you everything. I told the bishop. You know, he gets addict mode, defensive. And I'm like, okay, red flag, red flag, Uh uh-oh feeling. That's what we call it with our kids, the uh uh-oh feeling, uh uh-oh feeling. So I might keep, like, sitting there waiting, like, are you going to? He's like, fine, I'll do it, but I'm not happy about it. 
If that's what you need, I'll do it. I'm like, okay, thank you. Not saying just, just you like have that. to. You said I need it like to. That? Yeah, and so okay. I said, okay, thank you. And then I'm like, are you gonna get the laptop and, and like do it? And he's like, you mean right now? I'm like, yeah. Do you mean tomorrow? No, right now. Yeah. Can you do a lie detector right? No, no just to schedule, schedule, schedule it. Schedule it. Okay. Schedule it. So he's huffing and puffing. He's upset. And then he finds out I went and got STD tested, and he's like, I just can't believe you like three hours with this guy, and you're like getting STD tested, like, I'm not that, like, I didn't do all this stuff, and you're making me feel all this shame and guilt, and I'm, you know, he's getting defensive. Mm -hmm. So that weekend... um, As opposed to, wow, my my wife distrusts me that much. Right. Like, I can calm her. Yeah, he's getting defensive. Yeah. And then, so that kind of blows over, and and we go back to where we were. That weekend, we decided to take the kids to Disneyland. But hold on. You did the STD test? I did the STD test. did you do test. the test that you hold it up and say? So I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. You haven't so done we, that yet. No, we get okay. to Disneyland with our four kids. He has takes the day off, and I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like life is perfect for these kids. We're going to have a mm-hmm. fun day. We walk into Disneyland to be there for like eight hours, and I get a phone call from my OBGYN. Been in Disneyland 10 minutes. We're about to be there for all day. Ryan had taken the older kids to the bathroom. I'm talking to the, and it's my OBGYN, the guy, my dent, my doctor. And he's like, Heather, I need to tell you, your test came back positive. And I fell to the ground in Disneyland. It was like the wind got knocked out of me. I went, oh, and fell to hit the ground. And I'm on the phone and I go, logically, okay, what are the chances I have this STD it's a false positive. What are the chances the test is a false positive? Zero yeah. percent, he tells me. Okay, okay, because I'm, I'm, medica- I'm like, medically minded, right? So I say, what, my baby what are the chances I got this STD from something other than oh, yeah, sexual yeah, intercourse, yeah, yeah. like a dirty toilet yeah, seat? Yeah, yeah. And he said, 0.1% chance. He goes, you could have shared a dirty, wet towel with someone. I'm like, yeah, I don't work out at a gym. I work out at home. So if I'm sharing a dirty, wet towel, it's with my husband. Okay, so 100% chance I have this, 0.1% chance it's not from sex. Okay, okay, all right, thank you. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. So now now I've got to go through a whole day at Disneyland with my kids. <laughs> holding this inside till you yes so I and I what? feel not, like a dude would no there's no. no way we'd be able to like oh I'll just go so, in line with my kids I yeah Ryan bounce. I yeah. bounce yeah right so Ryan comes back with the older That's kids the from the bathroom and he's so like what was that days. phone call about and Maybe I just say I'm gonna we'll talk about it tonight when the kids are in bed and my 10-year-old, my, well, my 10-year-old goes, that was a bad phone call, mommy. They could just feel oh, it. Yeah. Did you just get fired from your job? And I'm like, no, oh, sweetheart, oh, everything's oh. fine. She's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm just still holding Ryan's hand all day. Fun. And I'm telling You're you. You're holding his hand? Yeah, I had to keep appearances for the kids. Of course. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so. You make me feel less of a human right now. Right? Oh, my gosh. I'm and such so reactive. I was carried. I'm telling you. I was carried by angels that whole day. I felt like they were, I was surrounded by angels. They carried me through my day. You know that feeling when you get off a treadmill and and you walk and everything, everything's rushing by you really fast. I felt like I was going in slow motion and the crowds were just rushing around me, but I was, 
I was carried by angels through the whole day. Made it through the whole day. Yeah. Put the got home, put the kids to bed. And we're sitting at the couch. He's like, okay, so what was that phone call about? So I said, <laughs> so yeah. Excited he's, yeah. Like, he's like happy go lucky. And he's saying, and I said, I actually got the results to my STD test. And he's smiling ear to ear, thinking he's gonna get exon like exonerated. Like this is I, I'm innocent. She's going to be STD negative. I'm innocent. And um, I said, I have the results, and I'm going to give you one more chance. Have you ever had sexual intercourse with another woman? And he smiles really big and says, no, I haven't. And then I say, so why did I test positive for an STD? And he's still smiling. He thinks I'm joking. And I'm like, Ryan, this is real. I have an STD. And then he starts searching. His eyes start searching, and he's like, how is this possible? How, I promise you, I have never had sexual intercourse with another woman. And I said, well, you know STDs can be spread orally. And dormant in men and only come out in women. It's, it's, it's yeah, dormant, yes. Vaginally, anally, or yeah. orally. Yeah. And that's when. I saw the remorse. His face goes white. His lips start to tremble. Everything else comes out. And from that moment on, he's been a changed man. He, the remorse was so genuine that I almost felt happy. Even though I had known, like I said, I knew the truth now. I felt this weight off my shoulders. I felt almost giddy. like. Because you finally, I finally you, you understand. Yes, honesty. and I'm not crazy, and and I yeah, can. Yeah, because most women are tripping. Yes, about, and I can see, and and honest. then he calls the bishop that night and says, "I need to come back and see you." I didn't tell him to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from that moment on, like he has not turned back to the addiction. Even in those three weeks, he didn't turn back to the addiction, but he was still withholding. Still harboring. So eventually, if you keep withholding it, you eventually go back. Well, Jay, you mentioned that a lot. And with anyone with relapses, is because they did not get 100% clean. Secrets. 100% clean. They kept that little secret. Lies keep the addiction. Yes. And so from that moment on, he just did this 180, and I saw this remorse. He went back to the bishop, he got it all out. And he's been incredible. And you stayed. You're incredible too. And that, understand that. Yes. Like, we've oh, seen so many. Thank you. Like we've seen the. Well, I knew. So many of the opposite. But but if he hadn't have done, I mean, you are amazing. But I'm thinking no, through like if he it had was a, easy because if, he if was, he made a stupid decision along that way, no. you would yeah, already. I, I still know. I, I mean, like no. we know wives right now in this very moment, like uh, handfuls of them. They may have stayed, but they are. Yeah. No. Well, so I, so when you wanted because what they're, what, they're I, what trying you're trying to, to say is feedback. I want you right. to hurt as bad as yes. I. Yes, no, that's right. what I'm saying. You're, I mean, you're how did you saying, how did you so was that a miraculous re- recovery or did you have to fight that other, back? Lexi's the only other woman I've known be like that. To be honest, right. I, out of all the years I've. You know, I'm not perfect, but obviously, I yeah, I decided what I really wanted was my life with this man. I knew he was a he's. An incredible man, and unfortunately, he has this sickness, Mm -hmm. right? So I know I decided, I told him, I'm going to give you one chance. If you relapse and you're unfaithful again, 
complete because I had to decide yeah, 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 if you yeah, yeah. the first thing the first time again? I said was if you pull this crap again I'm out but then I had to define what is what this does that crap mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. because the grooming I mean it it it, grow, it starts out small right mm-hmm. so any of it I, like any if anything yes if if this happens again I will leave and I will. I'm telling you right now, so I will. You were forgiving, but you right. had but you, had you drew the line. But, but I'm also, I am choosing to give you one more chance. And I'm choosing into this marriage. And I'm not going to give you another chance where I hang everything over your head and I have this bitter yeah, yeah, yeah. marriage. I'm giving you your best chance. I'm going to trust you with my whole heart until you give me a reason not to. I'm going to, I I want this marriage to be a happy, loving Amazing. place. If I'm going to choose into this marriage, I'm not going to be that angry, bitter, you did this to me person. So you've never, have you ever had that, I want you to hurt as bad as me? Has it ever? Well, of course, those thoughts. Like, I, have, I am not. Never answer. I am it's natural. I would think it'd be a natural thing, but. Not necessarily, I want you to hurt as bad as me, but. I want you to suffer the pains of hellfire for what you've done. Yes. Okay. I want you to feel the the pains of a damned soul and see the repercussions of all your actions and and feel the weight of it. Absolutely. Did you you feel like he felt that? Did you see that in that moment? Okay. Yes. Okay. That at that that turning that turning point. One eighty. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so. From before that point, when he was diagnosed with a sex and love addiction, he was like kind of, I don't know, I don't know if that's a real thing. But after that moment, he kind of realized. Did he go to the same therapist as you? No, uh, he had his own therapist. um, But it was it was the. LDS Family Services appointed okay. therapist who, bless his heart, was great because yeah. he, he led him to ARP. He led him to actually this podcast, which really helped him to acknowledge that he had an addiction because yeah. he was identifying with these heroin addicts, alcoholics. And he's like, they're telling my story, but it's yeah. just yeah. a different drug. Yeah, so color. then he it opened up his mind to the fact that maybe, sure. I, maybe I'm not just a complete jerk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I am. A lot of these are like... They're huh. suicide when they yeah. discover he just thought he like, was oh, just, or yeah. Or you just go into a... Or he just, sex is natural. My wife's just uptight. Right. Yeah, or that. Or, 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 or well, and he was more in the shame of, like, I'm just a horrible person and sure, I hate yeah. myself. Sure. And so That's after... That's what we all go through until we find right. out. Until we find out that we're not terminally unique, meaning, like, we're the only ones with this. Like, otherwise, like... That's why I said, like, when my wife finally came... When Lexi finally came back... Um, Dude, I was I was still process. I had so much shit. I had started mm-hmm. steps yet, you know. So I had still really hadn't opened up, right? Yeah. I really hadn't said the words I'm an addict yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'd gone to the meetings, but no. So he, yeah, he that identifying for an addict is is huge. Did he share? He because we did a few episodes on identification because yeah. there was like. For some reason, we get a lot of things like, well, you, no one's an addict. Like, you're just making, you know, yeah. you're making someone say they're an addict when they're not really an yeah, addict. I just think that. I thought that. Well, that's what yeah. he yeah. thought when my therapist that. diagnosed totally, it. Totally, totally, totally. But after that's he listened, he devoured your podcasts. And then he... Did you ever listen to? Um, I did. Okay. And it was helpful to listen to the wives a okay. lot. And actually, listening to the addicts on your podcast and at ARP... Yeah. Did so much to soften my heart towards him. Right, the same thing. Because when they're falling apart, these these people, I want to say men, but it's men and women, are just broken. They're wow. at the bottom. They're the falling yeah. apart. And my heart's breaking for this person who's just just 
dying inside, but they're saying the same they're saying the same things Ryan's saying, but their actions aren't hurting me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I look That's... at him and like, oh my gosh, is that how you feel? My heart breaks for him, and I can be more empathetic, sympathetic towards him mm-hmm. by hearing an uh, from uh, someone else's yeah. perspective. Like she said, remember she said she came to her first. She even went like. Because when she first went to the first meeting, we hadn't come back together yet. She was kind of yeah. over you. She was done. So, yeah. no, she had a lawyer and everything. I didn't know this. So But crazy. she had a pen in her hand. It was ready to, they had already worked out all the details. And I didn't know this, right? I'm just doing my thing. It makes Thinking, my I'm, heart beat yeah. fast because I know Lexi. Like, yeah, just know who we are today, yeah. right? Like, this is rewind six years ago. Oh and like, uh, and, I, and I fully at that point had ex- accepted it, just didn't say it because, of course, I'd Was still it really to hard to back. divide the assets at the time? Yeah, yeah, the assets of debt. <laughs> yeah, the six grand of debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we just had this kid and another one away. That was our only asset. Oh, but geez. it was like, you know, we didn't care. Are you going to take yeah, how much, yeah, you take three or I'll what? Take three. Well, we had nothing. Um, yeah, and it's like, uh, and, and she went to write, you know, she had the same spiritual witnesses and all that stuff, but then she came to what I'm saying. She went to the meeting. Uh, oh, we saw a counselor. She came yeah. back. Yeah. We saw a counselor. That counselor was Elias Kelser, uh, called us both out, which is pretty, I thought it was good because I, I, he's the first person that said it where I finally was like, all right, if this guy, because he wasn't your typical sweater vest, he didn't just take sides. Right. Like, I mean, this dude was just like, yeah, <laughs> this dude was, uh, it was perfect for me and he's perfect for Lexi. Like he, right. he called us both out and it was kind of like both refreshing Then we went, I think, to the meeting the next day. And it's good timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And uh, she had that experience that you said, her very first, which doesn't always happen to everyone, but she, she walked in, eight people-ish, yeah. and most were all men, and uh, and one girl that was in an alcoholic recovery. And, um, and she said right away, she told me this later, she's just like, her whole demeanor changed towards me. Like, it was hate, pure hate. Yeah. There was no love, and I want to support you. She left me because she hated me at that point. There was no, and it wasn't like I'm going to get at you or whatever. It was like the the tears are done. I've been crying for three years. This is over. And uh, and then all of a sudden she said the same thing. She's like, I could find if I. All of a sudden her her heart was so softened to these people sharing stories because there was a lot of gnarly people in there in a sense where they were going through really gnarly things. Mm A uh, girl that was a, uh, uh, became a prostitute, you know, after being a heroine, then big prostitute. The dad was a meth addict. He gets sober. Then he's out looking for his dog. There was a lot of stories heavy. that were heavy things. Yeah. People had lost children from this disease. And then here is this two little married couple. Like, we were the only couple in the room. Okay, so there's such a stage. And then she goes, well, if I, she said, this is her own words, if I could feel love and compassion for these people, maybe he's not doing this to hurt me. Because right? at her mind and all you, her friends, you were doing it to I, her. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hurting everyone on purpose. Right. 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 And I didn't even know why well, I was doing it at that point. But anyways, and yeah. then boom, and that from then on, she's been. She said the same thing you were going to say tonight. Right. That's Every why so many weeks. Why, so many couples that are in recovery witness of you need yes. to go to a meeting yourself. It's not. Wow. It's not. It's not a his problem or her no. problem. It's. It was it's a, so. It's a marriage. We're lucky she stayed so because if she hadn't me. stayed. I'm not to say that this wouldn't happen through someone else because it probably would have, but it needed to happen because there were no other couples. Like, there were the older couples that ran it, but, like, there were no couples. not the same. No. Like, unless they were both alcoholics, they found each other in recovery. Right. That that was a They were both there for themselves. They were there for them because they're addicts, like, you know, in recovery. Mm -hmm. There was nothing like this. To help the spouse understand addiction. Because with sex addiction, my first thought was, 
What's wrong you, with you me? You take it personal because it's like, why am I not what enough? am I not yeah, fulfilling? Yeah. Is my body not good 100%. enough? Maybe if I didn't make him squeegee the shower because he hates yeah. to squeegee the shower. <laughs> Maybe. And so in the beginning, I was like a robot where I'm like, the house is clean. The dinner's made. Yeah. I'm not going to get mad. But I'm also not showing love because I have walls up. And maybe if I was this perfect, prettier, better. Yeah, yeah. You start but to then, like when you that. understand addiction, you, you understand that none of it no. Has nothing, you could, you could. No. It was, if it wasn't with you, it would have been with someone else. Right. Like, you know, it wasn't about you me. You have to take. That's what I said earlier today. Yeah. The ego, like you take the ego, can be on a victim. This is what I didn't re- until I read this book just recently. Like I didn't realize how much the ego can be there as a victim. Yeah. Right. You just we don't oh, you see that. Are usually. you kidding? Yeah, you can ask Ryan. Yeah. Right. That, no. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah. The ego can be there from, yeah, from the bottom. Do you agree with that, right? Like 100%. 100%. And I think a lot of, we're seeing. I have to fight it every day. For sure, for sure. And that's your uh-huh. choice. Just like me as the addict, I was the ego, the yeah. dominator. Like I dominated right. Lexi. Like I, in a sense of like I was a bulldozer. Her opinion didn't mean anything. She was lesser than me. I used to, th- I literally right. was so, so full of myself without the drug. The drugs just made it worse. But I was this way as a human prior to the drugs and the drugs magnified it like this is like this is my recovery has been way more spiritual and and then the drugs were just whatever right this this is who really i was and um anyway so that's cool to hear you validating it because what i was getting at is like we see a lot of women when they find out this that husband's living a double life He's willing to get sober, goes to meetings. They say, well, F that. I'm not going. This is like Brad was saying earlier. It's, really, it's, it's your problem, problem, not my problem. And then in turn, they end up damning themselves. Right. When I say damn, not the future. Like think of water and damning. They you're, wall, they that damp, wall stays they up. Wall Those walls stay up. Their progression. That's what the word damned means, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't mean future. It just means you're damning progression. And so, and they do that. And they don't think they're doing that. And, and there lies the ego, right? That's right. why we have the scriptures of forgiving. You've said this before, you yeah. know, the forgiving of the seven times. So yeah, no, and the first the this. first time he came to ARP, yeah. it was the couple's ARP, but he wanted to come alone because okay. he didn't know what to expect. Of course, it was, it was a general ARP it was meeting. This, yeah, it was the it was our meeting yes, here. Okay. Yeah, and right. so he, so, he right. came by himself. He sat in the parking lot of like the Carl's Jr. and was freaking out. Because he had been listening to the scared. podcast. Yeah, listening to the co- podcast, and he. Was um, I don't think he identified as an addict the very first time. I think it was still so new to him. He was scared to walk into a room. I remember coming up after yeah. and talking. He just didn't know what to expect. The I fear of the, the unknown, time, yeah. right? And I kind of wanted to go with them because yeah, I had oh, listened yeah. to one or two podcasts. Oh, yeah. And I and I my That's therapist. I hadn't got to talk to them yet. He had been out of town. Then he got sick. And so when he came home and he mm. shared with me that another wife had talked about the temple experience I had, mm. had the same experience, I cried. I was like, I should have been there. I wanted to go. And he's like, I wish I, I wish you were there yeah. too. I just didn't know what You'll to expect. Yeah, 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 so I came the very next week mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It was like a drink of cool water after a hot desert trek you know it was amazing and and it just gave me hope to see all these other spouses and they looked happy they genuinely looked happy well people are probably listening when we were joking in the beginning and then you go through the story they're probably i mean if i didn't know you and know this whole thing i'd be like this is fake like right there's no way you can be this that's why i was kind of blown away that's why we were to be honest to share truth when, when, when we left last week, because we drove home together, and uh, and uh, we were blown away. We're like, it, it, it hit me how new, how relative. New in recovery. New in recovery. Yeah. Right? Not new but, in life. You guys but have been but how long, mature in recovery. How, that's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. New in recovery as far as time. Time, yeah. But yet, progression as if 
<laughs> me and Lexi, it's yeah. taken us years well, to get to where we're at, like, today. I attribute it to a few things. I attribute it to... Not to give you a big ego, but well, kudos. No, thank you. Well, I attribute it yeah, to... Yeah, we attribute to... That's le- what I want leaning to towards the Savior that. instead of leaning away. Yeah. ARP. Yeah. The fact that Ryan... I, I would say N-A-N-P, you, ARP, you were engaged. You were sharing. We bought into the program. You bought in. You, bought you weren't, in. You yeah. weren't sitting down. in the back quiet for months. No. I think Ryan, I think Ryan shared his shared first, time. first time in. Yeah. And he was over like, I don't know if I'm an... I don't he know what I am. Out. He wanted out. He, he was he, very honest. Like, I don't know where I'm at right. on this thing, but I'm glad to be here. And I think I feel the spirit. Like, right. It was right. very, very honest Just sharing. Raw, really, yeah. You know? And so I, th- I also attribute it to he's been so amazing with his recovery. He's... Well, we didn't talk about him going away. He, yeah, so that, that. he went away to treatment. My therapist strongly suggested he go into an intensive, and he's very against it in the beginning, um, especially when he still wasn't identifying as an addict. See, I was, I'm, I'm not going to lie. This is, once again, I have yeah. to be honest. Like, yeah. When he first came and said, I remember this now. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. it last week. But, uh, I, you know, I, it wasn't my story. So, of course, like, you're biased. To your, we're all biased to right. our experiences. Right. And so I was like... That's silly. You know, like, yeah. I remember him coming and go, hey, should I? Like, I, you remember that. Yeah, should I and, go to this Yeah, intensive? and I remember he other wrestled. people's experiences that had told me that it was bad. Yeah. So or, I immediately waste just, of money. Yeah, right. waste of money and bought in. I was just like, hey, dude, anything, you know. I remember, yeah. I don't know if I said that, but inside that's what I was what really thinking. thinking. But then after last week, I'm like, it was the best thing ever. Well, like, so like, it's because my amazing therapist knew what the best the best yeah, facility like you really went for sex addiction. There is. There's good and bad. Let's yes, be honest. Like, you can get good, but see, it's like anything else, they are they are based. They're Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints based and for, actually probably for sex addiction for men. And so it's which which is but I, I rate this. Let's just use a franchise like Canes. There's a lot of Canes out there, but reality is they're franchisees, right? right. So like each one could be ran. You or never Bank, know. Right? You never know what you're gonna get. Right. There's but, a lot that probably. I because we had testimony. I'm like, I ref- want to plug well, it. I want to talk about because it. Because like, we had a referral from a credible source, a CSAT, who is also LDS, and he's saying Desert Solace is the best facility block. that you could go They're to. They're not sponsoring this, by the way. I'm not. not no, no, no. I, it just, it really did save my life and my husband's <laughs> life. <laughs> it did. So, I mean, we're we're passionate about it because it saved oh, our life. That's why we're, that's why me and Lexi it, how, it, whatever you're doing, how's that working? And if it's not working, right. why don't you try something else? This is what deeper. worked for us. And, and of course so he went to this, he's so a couple months in, so March 5th, he, t- he decides on March 4th, I got to go. I got to I gotta do this. I want to make a, a full recovery. I don't want it to be long and drawn out. This is my best chance. If if we're gonna if I'm gonna get sober and this is my best chance, I have to take it because I know that if I mess up again, you're out, and I don't want that. And I was, my therapist had told me like it's a really good sign if he goes, but you can't push him. It needs to, yeah, be, it needs to be his decision. His decision. So I kept my mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be him, and he chose all on his own to sacrifice Which as the primary breadwinner I'm assuming right? yeah. to go away for, I was working yeah. one day a week as a dental hygienist and he was totally the primary breadwinner mm-hmm. and um, and he 
decided, he, like, went the next day because he knew, he's like, I'm going to get cold feet. My addict is going to come For in. Sure. And so he it left. Sense. It was heavy. But you know what's cool but is, like, you know, that, you know what that meant when he said that. Yeah. Like, the, like yeah. you know what that meant yeah. because of the therapy, because of the ARP well, and, I know and some, other spouses. Yeah. Some spouses get resentful. Like, well, oh, cool, you get to go spend uh, of tens of thousands of dollars to have of therapy. Money. That, I would love to go. I want a vacation. Yeah, and be there for 60 days without the, but no, not me. I was like, if this is going to save our marriage, if this is going to help you through this illness, go. Please go. I got this. I, I, I have help. I have our parents and in-laws are in the same city where we live. I, I only work one day a week. I'm a, I'm a pretty independent person. Yeah. Like, I'm good. You're, you're Don't not, worry you're, about you're us. You're not, if someone's looking at you're not like a pushover wife no. who's like, Timid, like no, you. And I'm not, my, my therapist is like, you don't really have codependency issues because you didn't know yeah. about what was going on. That's true, yeah. That's, that's the difference, too. Yeah, you're not codependent. No, because I'm like, you can choose me or choose the addiction. Like, like, like your choose. choice. Right, it's your choice. I'm here. I hope you choose me. I want to be with you. But if you choose that, I can't go there with you. That was mm. my attitude. So that's amazing. when he left. Most women, it takes years. No, to get I was. If they ever get it. So. And well, he left. People, like I would, you'd say people. Spouses, spouses, family, people. love member. Mm-hmm. Lo- lo- addicts. Yeah, addicts. Addicts when they sponsor other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I first started sponsoring people, I became a... De- Codependent. Like, like, I became like, oh, if I motivational speak these people, then they'll be sober. Like, you know, <laughs> so I'll call them and check in with them. Seriously, I did that my first two years sponsoring people. Everyone I sponsored failed. And I'm not... No, it wasn't because of me, but at the same time, I definitely had no boundaries whatsoever. Right. Like, I thought it was my job to save these people. I had a God complex, which oh, it's their job, that. and I compare it to like so. Sending Ryan to the facility had to be his choice, because yeah. no one can fix him but him. Totally, that's the thing I realized in the temple is I can't fix him. I can walk with him while he fixes himself, but I can't fix him. So if I'm telling him you got to go to, it's like a mom sending your kid to fat camp. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the kid's gonna lose 15 pounds because they're forced to, and then they're gonna right. come home and gain it yeah, back. Because yeah, if it's yeah. not within them if they're not motivated he's not activated right. it won't work so he he chose all on his own he went he put in the work he there were two family weekends i got to go up and visit him in st george and they How were many months? uh Two months, 60 days. It was nine weeks. Okay. No phone calls, four no kids. FaceTime, four kids. Uh, um, sure yeah, and we wrote letters. Daddy was on a work trip. Daddy was at a special training. Daddy was at a training. That's our that's outro. It. We're going to keep going over time, but let me just push mute on that. Do yeah. Boxy's friends, because she was yeah. opposite of you, like she yeah. didn't go to the church first. Well, right. she kind of, but she was already done. She went to her friends first, and so like... Our whole first two years being back down here in Orange County after being in Utah and Hawaii, and we came back down here, there's a lot of friends that still don't even, like, they don't even... Right? Kind of cut you off. She get invited with our kids to their birthday. But not birthday. you. Not me. So I had to tell my sister, my therapist helped me with it. As if I, I was going to, like, ransack you. Yeah. Like, no, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> so I confronted my sister, who I'm very it. close with, and I had to tell her, look, she thought, because she's not an active member of our church, that the bishop was telling me and my you LDS doing, yeah. that yeah, you were. The Mormons this is a are family oriented this is a family oriented church all your therapists are Mormon your bishop is telling you what to do mom and dad are telling you what to do and so I had to tell her look every single person that you just listed no one told me what to do they all told me it was up to me to decide and they were going to support me either way not even my therapist 
I could have left Ryan, and they said, I'm going to support you either way. But I am choosing to give this man a chance because I know he's a good man. It's my choice. And um, I didn't defend Ryan, but I told her, look, I'm going to trust him until I can't trust him. I'm not, let's say 10 years from now, he chooses the addiction, and we end up getting a divorce, which isn't going to happen. But if it does, I'm not going to regret that 10 years. I'm going to have 10 freaking good years yeah. because that I love this man. I'm choosing into this. You, you, yeah, you chose into this. He's a good in, part. Yeah. And, the right, way. right? I'm choosing into this and I'm trusting him until... You're putting aside that power of victim. Yep. Victimizing. That's because that gets powerful is what we're talking yeah. about. It's a I'm wholeheartedly trusting him until he gives me a reason not to. And I'm not talking slips because yeah, addicts yeah. have slips. Of course. I'm talking a full-blown relapse. And I'm going to be happy and you don't have to worry about me. Uh, and if you if you're angry at him, that's your right. You yeah. have a right. You've been betrayed in a way too, but I sure hope you come around because when you ostracize him, it starts to ostracize me. Mm-hmm. And I would hate to lose a sister over this. I've lost so much. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to lose you too. So I hope you don't take too long, because I choose this man and I love this man. And if you love me, okay. you kind of respect that. Like that. <laughs> I don't want to tell her. Man. We'll send this to Lex. So you can listen yeah, to Lex, this. you better be <laughs> Well, we have gone long. Yes. It is late. You have shared even more, so like, much. Sure maybe we'll do a 3.0. Yeah. Maybe have you guys on together. Yeah, maybe we can show. Yeah, we'll yeah. do a 3.0. Ryan and I just talk too much. No, no, no it's, no, it's huge. <laughs> I wish we could be here all night. No, but like well, I There's hear so, so I hear so much. Oh, there's so much shame and stigma with all this stuff. You pretty much and blew the lid off of women's. Like I think it's where you're getting it, right? Like there's so much. But you're not. You're not. I don't. You're, you're not, not victimized. Purpose, like, you're, you're not. Like, you're a powerful woman. You're confident. He, he as like well. A, like you're a partnership in this. It's like an addict and, blowing the lid off of a drug addict. Like it's, it's like an addict going to do a twelve step call. We call it. like when when like it's like a intervention. The addict mm-hmm. goes and like tells him, "Oh, yeah, oh, guess yeah. what? You can't BS me. You're doing that as the person who was the victim of the addict, in a sense, right? Yeah. And 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 you're not even. That's the best part. You're not intentionally doing. If you're doing it, you'd have an ego. You're not. You're just coming to share your, your story. story. But I promise you, there are people listening to this. I hope. That, I hope. Maybe not. But hopefully hope. they do. I hope. Um, well, we never know, right? But no, I think if it's one person, if we, one if person, we, if or one, like you guys, one, one person, person, or even if it's just for me. Yeah. You know? Well, like Lexi said, one person. That's what yeah. she thought. This is all the way back in Kansas, 2012, in our in our apartment, which I would come home to completely lit. Like if I didn't get a cell, we were selling a lot. And if I didn't, if I didn't, uh, if I didn't get to where I was at, like I, w- I would, I would come home a so- like psychopath, like screaming, throwing things, and like I was losing my mind from the drug. Anyways, that moment, she said that if she could just pray to help one person, it would be worth it. Yeah. And obviously, that's you know. You, so what I'm saying is, you're gonna have that same ripple effect. Yeah. And so many wives so have helped me in ARP. So many so their stories, person. how much they helped me. If and I could help same. one you, person, you, you already have. You already have. You already have. You've already had when you not even just here, but in all the other weeks. You, sh- I mean, the other, your share last week was just. I mean, the other week or whenever that was was just powerful. I remember me and Lexi talking about it for a whole week. We're just like, man, remember that? And mm-hmm. you guys are both inspiring. Yes. Well, thank, thank you. you so much, and they come a long way. So, uh, good luck on that drive back. We'll be in bed before you guys get home. <laughs> yeah. Thank I'll you. Hopefully, be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Stop.
call from thee Help him we pray to learn humility Direct his footsteps every day And keep him ever walking in thy ways Inspire him as he spreads the gospel plan Lord hold him in the hollow of thy hand In the hollow of thy hand as he grows from boy to man Life's in